What's going on? Season Gaming Bitcast. It's Saturday early afternoon, and we are here and ready to rock and roll. Myself, Halo episode 117. We didn't tell Dan ahead of time. This is going to be a four and a half hour special all about Halo canon and lore. And Dan is going to lead us in that charge. So this, yeah. this should be a fun yeah. one. Um, <laughs> if you don't usually tune into us, that's a lie. It's not going to be a four and a half hour Halo episode. So don't leave just yet. Uh, so I am Ainsley Bowden. I am joined by the ghost or reincarnation of Steve Jobs, also known as Dan Rodriguez. I don't know if you guys knew that Dan was also Steve Jobs at one point in time. Yeah, I'm making my comeback. Yeah, I need to go in there and kick. Well, ass good because we're going to talk about iOS. Yeah. We <laughs> need you right. to fix some yeah. shit up. I'm, I'm coming back. I'm back <laughs> and joining us for the first time, and uh, the very elusive, hard to find, hard to nail down, Mister Sean Labrie. Good morning, sir. Woo-hoo. Good morning. How's it going? Good. Good. Don't yeah, don't guys, keep the enthusiasm. Nice yeah. Don't <laughs> don't. <laughs> Hold on, I need a little bit more coffee. Yeah, just by it is. Uh, you're West Coast, right? So it is a little earlier for you. It's a little early for me, but yeah, that's okay. early. But it's all right. Good. <laughs> yeah. no, it's nice to be on. Right. I know I've talked to you guys all the time, like on Twitter and yeah, probably be on the show. Yeah, you're you're one of the you know we we talk to kind of a tight community of you're one that's always welcome. So anytime you can make it, we would love to have you on because it's all, always going to be a good time. Um, see some of the regulars in the chat already. What's going on? Good morning, guys. Good afternoon. Whatever it is for you. All right, so let's get uh, let's get jumping into it here, Sean. Uh, with guests, probably don't want to slam the table on my microphone to start. That's yeah. Yeah, that's got us going. Nice. All right, episode one one seven. So we're going to talk about a lot today. We're going to talk about Suicide Squad announcement, which I accidentally <clears throat> announced as Justice League yesterday for some reason. We're going to yeah. talk about Obsidian uh, state of play reactions, the latest PlayStation show. We've got X Cloud coming, uh, but the whole iOS debacle. We're going to talk about. We've got uh, Spider Man. IGN reviewing games that aren't out. Uh, we're, of course, going to celebrate Master Chief, because this is episode 117. And we're going to talk a lot about Fall Guys and the Avengers beta as well. So it should be a great show. But first, Sean, we're going to start with you. Uh, as we always do, first-time guests, um, we want to talk a little bit about um, just, you know, brief gaming history, kind of what got you into gaming, how long you've been gaming, um, some of your kind of journey along the way. Yeah. Um, so not to date myself but i've been gaming since you're I'm we're seasoned gaming here you're yeah, good right. yeah. <laughs> but, so you guys are all about that yeah so atari 2600 um been gaming since then um and then moved on to nintendo and yep. i've been a nintendo fan for probably the longest i think when xbox came out i was still rocking the gamecube and stuff so I okay hardcore nintendo so um and then when the 360 came out that was my first xbox console and ever since that it change um xbox has been my platform of choice love xbox. okay um i've been in the gaming industry so that's always been a plus i've been in the industry since what, 2003 i worked at ea for about six or seven years i didn't know that i don't know if we talked about that before or i forgot i don't know but that's cool yeah. what what did you do for ea artist i mean okay, graphic I work really talk about too much um yeah production artists uh okay do a lot of concept and they do a lot of outsourcing. I worked in a yeah. mobile division, so it was more like the you know iPads and sure. you know, iPhones. Actually, it was before the iPhones. So that shows how old I am even more. Well, um, yeah. <laughs> and so they outsource a lot of work, but I'll do a lot of the, the pre the pre work and stuff like that. Okay, 
Cool. Great, great experience. I love it. Everybody's favorite company, EA. <laughs> <laughs> well, how did they treat you? Yeah, they're actually a great place to work. So, um, yeah, no, they treat their employees very well. Uh, their business practices are, you know, I, I know people question, um, you know, but employees, they, they took care of. Right? Okay. So I'll say that nice. for sure. Good. Well, they, they should. They got lots of money. <laughs> they do. Right. <laughs> yeah, you would hope that those companies, EA, Activision, yeah. et cetera, would, right? Yeah. Well, cool. So you that's funny. So did you ever go back and get into the original Xbox at all? I didn't. I actually was going to get one. Um, that was right before they announced the 360. And yeah. At that time, I think I was going to college. So, you know, I had a job, but it wasn't the best job. And sure. So I had to make my choices. All right. Do I get the, do I wait or do I, you know, go back and get the older yeah. Xbox? Yeah. So I never did get the original one. No. I think a lot of people, it's fair to say, right? A lot of people kind of got onto the Xbox train during the 360 generation. It was obviously a lot more popular console than the original. Um, so that's cool. That's cool. All right. So if you had to say at this point in time, you know, we're what, 15, almost 15 years since the uh, Xbox 360 launch. Um, what is your favorite platform of all time? If you had to pick one, and that can include PC, of course, too. My favorite um, of all time. That's <laughs> tough. Um, I would say well, that's the point. Yeah, I know. Because <laughs> either the 360 or believe it or not, the GameCube. I did okay. something about the GameCube, like just really Nintendo fanboy. Like I'm a huge, well, Zelda fan, but I know we'll okay. get to that's the series later. But um, but probably 360, honestly. Okay. Yeah. yeah, I don't blame you. I think 360 is one of my tops too. Uh, 16-bit era always kind of stands tall, but 360 was amazing. Um, and then what's your favorite series? Is Zelda your favorite series of all time? Zelda is my favorite series of all time. So okay. I think as long as Nintendo makes Zelda, I will keep buying their consoles. <laughs> I, would, I would legit buy a Nintendo console just for one game. Just for a Zelda game? But, you know, oh, unfortunately, I mean, luckily they have more than Zelda. They have oh, a little bit. Know, a lot of, you know, other titles. <laughs> um that's cool though so you know what's funny is i got not into a debate but i was talking with a couple people um this week on twitter about breath of the wild because as many accolades as it's gotten um it it does feel like there's a a segment of the uh zelda kind of fan base that didn't care for it as much as other zelda games where do you stand on that is breath of the wild did you really love it or did you prefer some of the other ones I loved it. Um, okay. Actually, I was very worried about it when they first announced the open world, and I thought, you know, it'd be in my favorite series. Sure. I was kind of worried about the direction. It wasn't going to deter me from playing it. Yeah. But then once I got into it, um, I saw what they're doing with it. I, I, you know, I really love it. Like, it's probably one of my favorite of the series as well. Okay. Um, cool. There's some things, you know, that I miss. I do miss the dungeons and, you know. Yeah. I do miss the dungeons oh, for sure. and stuff like that, but... Uh, but yeah, I really like the direction they're going. Gotcha. What's, what's your favorite Zelda game? Um, Wind Walker. <laughs> either Ocarina Did you say Wind Walker? It's Wind Waker. Or Wind Waker. Wind Waker. <laughs> yeah, I was say either Ocarina Timer. Still early here too. Yeah. Ocarina. That's a good Ocarina one. Ocarina or Wind Waker. Yeah. Okay. Either one of those. Yeah. You know what? I think I have a shirt that you did in the Wind Waker artwork of Link and a bobkin. Oh yeah, yeah. Did you do one? Yeah, I still have it somewhere. Oh, you bought one from a uh, yeah. Red Bull. Yes, yes, I did. It yes, doesn't I show did. me who buys them. I just pops up. Oh, somebody bought this. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, uh-huh. I gotta find it now. I'll wear it next week. I should have worn it this week. What? Yeah, the- come on, you filthy casual. What's wrong God, with you? Man, what a terrible decision I made. <laughs> 
<laughs> that's awesome one. though <laughs> you're the one yeah that I, I was the one i love that <laughs> I love that shirt that's cool wore it all the time i think i got holes in it now though i might buy another one all the time there you go so what's going on chat good to see a bunch of you guys welcome 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 and sean so here's some of the uh the artwork you've done for us and uh, a few others so you've got uh that's aaron greenberg in the upper left right Yep. That's uh, Dan's twins there in the upper middle. That's Dan on the upper right. That's me in the lower left. Uh, me, Dan, and Bert in the lower right. And then you've got the uh, the awesome Earthworm Jim thing there. Um, another series that would be really cool to see come back in some form. But yeah, yeah, very cool. I think actually, didn't I ask you after you did the one for Aaron Greenberg? I think that's when I said, could you do one in a gear style for me, uh, like Marcus? Yeah, really cool. They're so good for Aaron. Aaron's awesome. Like you know. Sometimes I'll just randomly do it and I'll just be inspired. I'll send it to him. And, and he really, he appreciates like, not just me, but like all the people in the Xbox community, their artwork and stuff like that. And, yeah. You know, yeah. He definitely that. gets involved in that kind of stuff. Yeah. Which is so cool. he's, he's really good about that. Yeah. Very cool. All right. So let's jump into some of these topics. We got, uh, like I said, we got quite a bit to talk about today. So the biggest one and, uh, you know, obviously all the comics behind you, Sean, and I know Dan's big into this stuff, so I'm going to let you guys pretty much lead this conversation because I don't know anything about it. But uh, Rocksteady, finally, we know what they're working on. It's been years. You know, people have been asking what Rocksteady's working on, and there's been everything from Justice League rumors to Superman to Suicide Squad to all these different rumors, and it turns out it is actually Suicide Squad that they're working on. They announced it yesterday formally. It's going to be shown for the first time at this DC event that we have on August 22nd called Fandome. So that's only a couple weeks away, two weeks ex exactly. And, uh, you know, the single image that they did for the reveal was Superman with a target on his head. So it seems like, you know, maybe at least some of these rumors were based in some sort of reality. They probably just get twisted through the grapevine, right? So... Um, we know how talented Rocksteady is, and we know you know how beloved their series of Batman games are. Um, what are you guys feeling about this one? Did you wish it was something else? Did you are you excited to see what they do with Suicide Squad? What do you guys think? So, Sean, are you more of like a DC guy? I mean, based on your what's behind you, um, <laughs> you yeah, like, yeah, I'm more of a Marvel guy. So, yeah, no, I'm more Marvel as well. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, geez. You got this guy choking. I know. Sorry. Water. No. So, I mean, here's the thing. You know, I, I don't know. I've seen the Suicide Squad movies. I know what Suicide Squad is. I don't know how this is going to come out. You know, it's supposed to be a guess, right? So we're going to see how that works. But Rocksteady has done some, I mean, they're amazing. So I'm putting a whole lot of faith in the fact that these guys can kind of deliver a, a really good game in general you know the as far as the what it's about you know with, with i mean i think they really kind of fizzled out in the movies at least the two suicide squad movies well that one and uh with the birds of prey birds of prey yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. you know but at the same time they're also working on a, well, like a reboot right with james gunn so you know maybe they're gonna you know maybe it'll come out around the same time you know maybe that movie and and this will kind of go hand in hand. No idea. Maybe we'll find out more in a couple of weeks. But I, I've got a lot of faith in Rocksteady. I'm interested interested to see how they do it. But you know, I, I just question the the IP. I would have rather have seen them work on a Batman game, just because it's been such a proven <laughs> commodity for them. Yeah, and it's one of my favorite games of all time. So 
Well, it, f- it feels like we're still going to get a Batman game. It'll just yeah. might be that uh, what is it? WB Montreal instead of Rocksteady, right? right? Now, what, what did they do? They did did they do the Shadow of Mordor games? And... Uh, no, WB Montreal. Well, yeah, they worked on some of those games, but they did a Batman game. They did the one. Um, oh, the Origins. Thank you. Yeah, you guys yeah. know it better than I do, but yes, they did Origins. Yeah. Which I think, I from what you guys told played. me, is one of the better ones, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I heard that. That's like the only one I haven't played. That's the only one I haven't played. Yeah, because Birds it wasn't, played it. wasn't yeah. exclusive to like a certain system or something like that. Wasn't it originally like a? I'm not going to speculate. I honestly don't know. You should. Like the Wii U or something? Yeah. No, it know. definitely wasn't the Wii U. <laughs> <It was> the <laughs> that I can tell you for sure. Was like Ouya? I can't remember. Oh yeah, yeah, it was Ouya. <laughs> so um, where are you at on the Suicide Squad announcement, Sean? Me, um, I'm excited. I don't like like Dan. I don't know too much about them other than the movies and you know a few animated series and stuff like that yeah um i'm familiar with the characters but um as far as how it's going to work in the, as the game yeah um i have no idea you i'm guessing you're playing as i mean because I mean, they're bad guys they're like anti-heroes or something like that so mm-hmm. um i kind of like that spin on it that should be pretty interesting um rock City, like the, again they the batman series are probably some of my favorite you know third-party games as well so yeah i have faith in them as well i'm sure they'll do something amazing um, yeah i think that's kind of where i am i'm you know i don't know like i said much about the comics or much about the series but really if the development talent's there and the game's well designed and fun to play then definitely check it out uh i think we heard is this uh ps5 and xbox series x only right They're targeting only next gen is that right i mean i can't see them unless they come out with it really really shortly i mean it's uh, yeah, I, w- I would think that they're just going to focus on that at this point. Yeah, hopefully. Yeah. Well, user base. I mean. Well, no, I mean, yeah, if it's, yeah, but you know, if you're, if you're, why come out now? Is my question, and you know, throw a poster up on Twitter all of a sudden, you know, for something that's going to happen in two weeks. I mean, it, it's just, it's supposed to be really far out still. You know, if it's anything over like two years, you know. At that point, what do you do? Just yeah. Sorry, guys, on PS4 and Xbox. The thing I wonder is like the games as a service. Like, how would that work? Is it going to be like a online? See, that's that's another thing. Yeah. That's yeah. Huge. I mean, it could be like a. I don't want to say it, but I want to get it out of the way. Anthem, you know. Yeah. <laughs> like <the> Avengers. <laughs> yeah, or the Avengers, right? I mean, that's basically what I'm thinking. You know, it's it's got to be something in that vein, right? Uh, I, I don't know. I have no idea. But yeah. like I said, hopefully Rocksteady does something good, and hopefully there's a single-player element to it because that's what I'm going to look forward to the most. Yeah, they're great storytellers. So I'm like, oh, yeah, for sure. I want, you know, the story to be solid. Yeah. Well, to your point, Sean, it, they're kind of the anti-heroes, and they, you know, the first picture they show is Superman with a target on his head. So um could be very interesting from an aspect of like that if you're trying to kill Superman. Which is as you know, from a comic perspective, right, is damn near impossible. But wasn't so there something I, off about Superman as well? Like, I mean, I gotta look at it again, but he looked like he wasn't normal. <laughs> like oh, like, like some, like, oh, okay, sorrow or something. I don't know. Yeah, I, I don't know enough about the lore here. You know, this is why we were gonna talk Halo lore because then you know I'd be in a better place. <laughs> so we're getting this out of the way first. So <laughs> here in about fifteen minutes. <laughs> All right, so let's um. Uh, another developer that we love, right? Obsidian. So Obsidian's crushing it lately. Um, Grounded is 
I think it's fair to say surpassed all expectations of that, what that title was going to be. Um, Outer Worlds crushed it. We know they've got their expansion to Outer Worlds. Actually, like a month from tomorrow is when that releases, I think. Um, and then we've got uh, Avowed, which I think uh, for many people, myself included, has really jumped up to the top of the most anticipated titles coming over the next few years, right, in next gen. So, but the uh, one of the studio design directors, and I forgot to put his name here, I forget, but studio design director uh, came out and confirmed that he is leading his own project, uh, which is not Avowed. So um, this is you know, pretty crazy news when you think about Obsidian being a big studio, a big part of Xbox Game Studios' future, um, and we know they're staffing up, but the fact uh, Grounded is probably their smallest title, Outer Worlds is already finished, Avowed is their biggest title, right? They're, they're AAA kind of big, big blockbuster. What do you think or what would you like to see out of this fourth project? I mean, the obvious, the obvious speculation is Outer Worlds 2, right? Or they're mm-hmm. going to build and seeing the... Um, their capability with that universe now, right, is to make a bigger budget sequel. But is that what you guys want to see, or would you rather them work on something brand new? Go ahead, Sean. Oh. Um. <laughs> on the spot. On the spot. Maybe. I think I would like something new, honestly. Okay. I mean, I think Outer Worlds, I really liked it. I enjoyed it. Um, I know there's, they're probably going to have a lot planned for the series as far as, like, single-player DLC yeah, yeah. They said the other expansion's coming next year, so it's still got some legs on it. Yeah, and if it's coming next year, then it seems like the—I mean—they're gonna seem like it has some some legs on it that they're gonna try to expand as much as possible. So I I would imagine they were be making something completely new. Okay. As far as what I don't know, and if they do come out the sequel, like would it be exclusive to Xbox or? Like I don't know how that would work because the first one being multi-platform. Yeah, I think I think um, basically Xbox's stance on that would like Psychonauts too, right? Because there was a fig uh, publishing deal there. Outer Worlds was private division published. Um, all those titles that were published by third parties were kept on all the platforms they were originally announced for. But everything going forward that's published by Xbox Game Studios will just be Xbox and PC. Okay. So if they do an Outer Worlds too, I would presume. Um, unless they change their mind, that it would just be Xbox and PC. Mm-hmm. I can imagine yeah. them doing something as big as Avowed, because that game, like from what I hear, is going to be massive. Yeah, yeah, that's their big team. Over 100 people working on it. Yeah, two of those would be too much. But... Yeah, agreed. Yeah, I mean, whatever it is, I don't know. I mean, if it is uh, Outer Worlds 2, I'm good with that. Um, wouldn't surprise me if some kind of gas... You know, <laughs> I mean, you, you never know. I mean, but they, they have to kind of do this, right? Because this is their selling point as far as Xbox Studios go. You need a lot of games for Game yeah. Pass, right? So, I mean, this is, you're, I think you're going to see this in a lot of, of their studios. You're going to see where they hire more in, where you, you have maybe some passion projects and you have some, you know, you know you've got your one big project, then you, maybe you do have three other teams working on this, this, and this. You know, so, you know, th- this is this is their play. And to make it worth your while, you obviously want to see more content, you know, for your subscription. So, yeah, I'm, I'm uh, whatever it is they're working on, I think it's the right move, you know, from a business standpoint. Um, I don't know what I'd like to see. I'd like to see like Fallout New Vegas 2, but, you know, from a city 
that's not going to happen. So, <laughs> I'll well, take, uh, you know, you said I, Knights I, of the Old Republic three. Yeah, or that too. That would be awesome. And that's Maybe a ma- that would be a massive undertaking too. And yeah. and EA owns the Star Wars IP, so. Yeah, I mean, there's there's tons of stuff I would love to see, but you know, whether or not we get it is a whole other question. So. Yeah. But I I, I'm, I will say that I've never been really super disappointed in an Obsidian game up until this point. You know. Yeah. I used to um just kind of off topic, but um, go for it. I used to work in the same building as Obsidian, like okay. around the time they were making. Nice. Um, New Vegas. Um, so this is after EA, and I was like a smaller company, but it's in Irvine, and we work in the same building. And, and I remember, like me and some coworkers are like, they're right below us. Like we're like putting our ears to the ground, and like. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, a lot cool. of, I mean, a lot of people consider New Vegas to be the best Fallout game. It is. Everybody yeah. I talk to, you, yeah, agree. I believe. Yeah, which is saying something, right? Because Bethesda's made you know three big ones now, but mm-hmm. yeah. It's <laughs> a lunch visual says cancel Dan. We gotta bring that back. Yeah. God. We haven't gotten that trending yet. Hashtag cancel Dan. Let's not get that trending because then, <laughs> then I'm gonna get me tooed and then everything's gonna go to hell. Oh, whoa. I, I don't need this. I don't know oh. why. Like for no reason. Uh, oh yeah, they all say it's for no reason, Dan. That's what it is. You know what that is. I mean, well then what is cancel Dan? I didn't even do anything. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> Crazy! Hashtag I wake up in the morning and all of a sudden something's You're canceled. canceled. That's it. It's gonna canceled. Be me. All right. <laughs> all right. Let's talk about uh, let's talk about state of play. Let's so, state of play we knew is uh, forty minutes, mostly PlayStation Four, a lot of indies, a couple VR things. Um, you know, I think Sony set the expectations ahead of time as they needed to. You know, no big PS Five news, no big announcements, no pricing dates, nothing like that. This was more of a focus on current environment, current customers. Um, I saw a few things that interest me, and I don't mind shows like this. I don't know where you guys stand, but I don't mind shows like this. Um, but I saw a lot of people just, as usual, right, flipping out, saying the show was a complete waste of time. Um, so I, I don't know where you guys stand. I didn't mind it. There's a couple things that interested me. We got more bug snacks. I mean, come on. I mean, what, what, how can anybody be upset if there's more bug sacks? I mean, that's real. <laughs> you could have showed nothing, and then just that. And it'd be that's still a show for me, yeah. Uh, pff, come on. It man. feels like they're playing into it, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. They, yeah. They, they're aware. Yeah. yeah. They know it, but it's awesome. They so I know Dan. Filter. The what? They have a Snapchat filter. So, like, where you, I don't even know what Snapchat is, really, but that's what they said. And it's, it's, you oh. get on there, and you put your Snapchat on, and like a little thing pops up, and you it shows whatever bug snacks that you are. Oh, is that what that was? I saw someone doing that yeah. on Twitter, and I was like, I don't know what she's doing. I don't, I don't know what Snapchat. Is. <laughs> these young, these young whippersnappers, kids. <laughs> damn kids. Their apps, TikTokings, <laughs> and Snapchat. Yeah, the TikTokings. Um, wow, we sound really old right now. Um, so state of play, what did you guys, uh, Dan, I'll start with you. What did you think? I know Vader immortal got you pumped up, yeah. but you know, what else did you think? What did you think about the whole show? Anything that really jumped out to you? I mean, uh, you know, I always tell myself not to temper my expectations and I didn't for this either, but I knew what it was at the same time. I knew it wasn't a PS five. reveal. I, I didn't understand that going in. I mean, I, I get, you know, you still got this 115 million strong user base so you've got to appease them at the same time um but people are really really hungry for next gen news for yeah. sure they want to see yeah. they want to see some new games so in that vein i don't think you know they obviously that's what, not what they were trying to do but you know 
and they they snuck in a couple things here and there, you know, with uh, what was that one the falling game or whatever the hell it is where you shoot stuff with arrows and you've got an eagle and I can't remember what it was called. I don't, I don't know off the top of my head. I don't know what you're talking about. I don't know. I don't know what it was. But anyway, Vader Immortal. I've been you know ever since they announced it, I've been kind of looking forward to it in VR. I'm a huge Star Wars nut, yeah. so. This one is going to be awesome. I know it's on VR for it's either on Oculus or Vive. I think it's Oculus. Yeah, it's one of my yeah. Yeah, but it's like it's been you know I don't have a that kind of headset right now, so pumped for that. Hitman in VR kind of surprised me because you get to yeah. play every single game in VR. Yeah, which and- is weird, but might be awesome. So it's kind of crazy to think about it. Like, how's that going to yeah. function? Yeah. I don't know. I mean, it's. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, do you just go into all your games and just make it first person, and then make it? I don't know. I, I'm not a designer. I'm not a tech guy, so I have no clue. But yeah. it looks awesome. I'll try it out for sure. Um, what about um? What else did we get? We got Crash Four. Um, I yeah. know you're not the. the <laughs> I knew that was going to be expression. How about uh, the second <laughs> expansion to Control being Alan Wake related? Well, we knew that was coming. It was called. Oh, okay. Yeah, it was AEW or something like that. AWE. AWE. Oh, yeah, that's right. I can't. Hold on. Let me get some more energy drink. Alan Wake, you know? Oh, Alan Wake, yeah. <clears throat> so the interesting thing, that's actually yeah. releasing. So I checked this out. I thought Control, am I wrong? Didn't PlayStation have like a timed exclusive on the DLCs for that on game? On the first one. Apparently. Just on the first one, yeah, because this yeah. one says it's coming to all platforms yep. on August 27th, which is yep. pretty cool. Yeah, yeah I've got it on all of them. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, you're a big Alan Wake fan, aren't you? Me? Sean. No, Sean might be. Um, or am I thinking of Diego? Diego is. I know sure. Diego is. Diego is. Yeah. yeah. Speaking of Diego. But um, <laughs> yeah, like I think um, Hitman in VR would be awesome. Like, So are you guys familiar? I mean, have you guys, do you guys play VR at all right now? Or? A little bit. Like, so we both have PSVR. I think yeah. Dan plays it more than I do. Yeah, I just finished the Iron Man one and then the, I've been playing Pistol Whip, which is awesome. Yeah. So I have a. The oculus here there you go but um but yeah like it's it's a whole different experience i mean obviously it's a different experience but like playing games in vr is a lot more more intimate i don't know so playing hitman in vr must be pretty insane like right you know coming up behind somebody yeah that's what i was kind of curious about like how would that so even function i don't know are you it, standing there in your room like <laughs> I know, just like you know <laughs> trying to choke people out it's very intimidating too because um speaking of vader immortal like i have that as, on the oculus as well and um, you don't realize how scary Darth Vader is until like he's standing in front of you because he's really big, like he towers <laughs> over you. And you know it's a game, and he walks towards you, and I'm like, I find myself like stepping back, and <laughs> you know, and so it's it's very cool. Like um, I'm super pumped. Like I'm a huge VR nut, so I love VR. Like um, well, good because I have a question so, for you. Yeah. Do you okay? This is a little bit off topic. Sorry, Ains. Okay, so sorry? my son has a a five right now. And they sell these things called pucks that you attach to your knees, maybe, or they strap onto your knees and your belt. They're just little motion sensors, basically. They're just an additional motion sensor. Uh-huh. Okay, they're a hundred dollars a piece, and he wants three of them. <laughs> you know, his money and stuff. But <laughs> you know, have you ever used anything like that? Because I would think they would be used. There's, I, I checked it out. There's not a whole lot of games that use that, but you know, I would think it'd be used more for like you know, kind of more of a developer side than anything else. 
I've never heard of that, honestly. I have the the Oculus, so I just have like the two sensors and right. But um, I would assume that would track your body movement, but yeah. Usually the headset does a pretty good job of guessing where your body is, you know, with your controls in your hands as well. So, um, hundred dollars each, huh? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. Well, it's like you want to, you know, where you want to do a karate game or something, where you're like, you know, you have to move your, put it oh. on your foot. Just get him, um, just get him Ring Fit Adventure. He's good. Yeah. Right. <laughs> hey man, I almost bought that today or yesterday. <laughs> I'm almost. surprised you found one. I can't even find one. They pop up on Amazon every once in a while. So yeah, that's, uh, they that's were on I, sale for the first time earlier yeah. this week. Seventy oh, bucks. Yeah. It's yeah. close. Everybody's quarantining, so we gotta get we gotta get fit. Yeah, yeah <laughs> I do for sure. That, <laughs> that was that was my excuse. I was like, man, I gotta you know start losing some weight because I found like an extra arm fold this week. I was like, well, that's not great. That, that wasn't there before. And oh, then man. I was like, I better go get the Ring Fit Adventure because at least I can play video games and lose a little bit of weight or be active. Oh, we know? pulled out the Wii Fit like two days ago. My son, nice. he's like. Dad, I'm gonna get some exercise in the way. Okay. Yeah, I gotta, I gotta get them in there too because they're getting chunky as hell too. My twins. <laughs> like, wait a minute, you can't just sit in your room and eat, you know, Doritos all day. This is, you gotta do something. So, right. yep, I might get it. Now I'm gonna go That's look how for my it son right was. Now. My son's at that age now, 15, and he's gotten he's gone the opposite direction, right? He like eats cheese all day, but he's like inverted. He's so skinny. Yeah. You know, you can like <laughs> see through him basically. <laughs> It's ridiculous. All right. We got some other things on State of Play, too. So we got Hitman, uh, Vader, a uh, game called Hood, Outlaws, and Legends from Focus Home Interactive. Looks pretty damn cool, I thought. And then we got, um, what was the other thing they showed? Oh, damn it. I had it right here. Bug Snacks we talked about. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. Crash Crash 4. Uh, there was something else, too. Damn. I thought I had it in front of me. But Hood, Outlaws, and Legends, um, I thought it looked really cool, and it's like a combination PVE and PvP experience, and that's coming to all platforms as well. That was just kind of the debut of it. So any game that's in like the 19th century, I'm all about. I don't know why I love that era so much, but it looks pretty cool. All right, state of play was okay. I mean, it is. That's basically what it came down to. Yeah, it was, it was like, okay. Yeah. It was yeah. what it was. I'd rather have that than nothing. You know what I mean? Yeah, true. So. All right. So let's get into uh, let's get into the whole XCloud debate. Um, this could be interesting. So XCloud is coming September fifteenth, so a little over a month officially. I know that all Sean, have you you've played on XCloud? I have. Okay. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So uh, so three of us have used it. You know, we got to use it at uh, at E three as well, um, but used it at home as well. I know Dan's probably used it more than I have, and, and has enjoyed it. So Xbox came out this week. They've partnered with Samsung officially. And this, as we've talked about in the past, has kind of like big implications because Samsung is the biggest smartphone manufacturer in the world. Um, They're also starting to partner on TVs like we talked about and offering um, Xbox Game Pass. So, you know, they're laying that foundation for the future of kind of expanding xCloud and Game Pass to more people. Um, but then, of course, we found out the big controversy is that uh, they removed the beta app from iOS and basically said that xCloud won't be launching on iOS due to Apple's policies. So this caused a, a whole big debate um, since then. Oh, boy. <laughs> so, so to touch on that, Apple came back and said that for relating to games... They would Xbox would have to register each game on Game Pass independently, individually, 
and that one company came out and said just to get their game to go live on iOS, they had to register it 127 times before it finally got approved. Um, On top of that, Apple also has a thing that states that you can have no in-game purchases, no expansions, no download content, no anything else because it has to run through the App Store as well. So uh, long and the short of it is the App Store policies are extremely prohibitive on the gaming front. And, you know, if you read the writing on the wall, a lot of people believe that's because you have Apple Arcade and they just don't want any competition. Um, because then, you know, you looked at other people started saying, well, why do you have Netflix? Why do you have Hulu? Why do you have all these other things where there's hundreds and hundreds of things available in a single app? Um, and there's other things where you can clearly buy other stuff in apps. But, you know, Apple did not comment on that. Um, since then, Facebook actually came out yesterday. They launched the Facebook gaming app on iOS with zero games. And Facebook Perfect. came out and said the exact same thing. They said Apple's policies are ridiculous, and you know they're they're arguing about it now. Tim Sweeney from Epic came out and said they're in the Stone Ages with these policies, and it will prevent not only things like Stadia, Nvidia GeForce X Cloud, but also any games like uh, shared games where people work together. Technically, like Minecraft, Fortnite, Roblox, all these major major titles, because. Um, just the way it's written from a legal perspective. So Xbox finally responded because they had just gone quiet about it, really. They finally came out and they they uh, gave this message yesterday. So they said, uh, the testing period has expired. Unfortunately, we do not have a path forward to bring our vision of cloud gaming with Xbox Game Pass Ultimate to iOS. Apple stands alone as the only general purpose platform to deny consumers from cloud gaming and game subscription services like Game Pass. It consistently treats gaming apps differently, applying more lenient rules to non-gaming apps, like other people talked about, even when they include interactive content. All games in Xbox Game Pass are rated for content by independent industry ratings bodies, ESRB, regional equivalents, blah, blah, blah. We're committed to finding a path forward to bringing it to iOS, and we believe the customer should be at the center. So um, kind of an obvious statement. They just kind of doubled down on what all the other companies and people were saying about Apple as well. So... Um, for me, I'm a, uh, iOS user just because that's what my work uses. You know, I use the work that I use the phone that my work gives me. And so this was kind of crappy news, of course, for me. Um, but I generally dislike Apple anyway, so it didn't surprise me even in the slightest. Um, but what are you guys thoughts on this? Do you feel like, do you have a different, let me ask it this way, because it's clear that Microsoft, Facebook, Epic, all these companies are speaking out against Apple. Do you agree with the company speaking out against Apple or do you have a, a different viewpoint that, um, you know, kind of stands by, I won't say stands behind Apple, but you know what I mean? A different viewpoint that differs from what we just talked about. No, I, I, um, I applaud the companies that are speaking out against Apple because um, I also use an iPhone and mm-hmm. their terms are ridiculous. And I can speak from experience because um, I've worked at a smaller mobile gaming company okay. and to get games on their store, it's, it's a nightmare. Like we would, we would, um, develop games on Android and Apple. Yep. Uh, we would have the Android game up the next day. Like we'll just, the next day it's up. Um, maybe that, maybe they're too lenient <laughs> because, you know, I know Apple wants to filter out some of the, you know, the, sure. the crap, whatever. It's kind of like but, Steam, um, right? There's like a thousand games an hour released on it or something. It's just like, open. Yeah. Like, yeah. 
So maybe something in between would be nice. But anyways, Android is very easy to work with. Like, you know, they'll have it up. And, and, and Apple, it would always get bounced back for just really... I remember talking to the devs. I can't remember some of the reasons off the top of my head. Because Android no uses open APIs, right? It's like publicly consumed APIs that Google provides, right? Is that right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But, um, yeah, Apple's... I, I think... I think all this pushback, I think they're going to look into changing their terms. They have to at this point because it's, I don't know. They're going to drive a lot of people away. I used, I've always been an Android user until, like like you, I when I started developing games on on mobile, I switched to Apple because I had to test the games I was making. Oh, okay. Ever, ever since then, I've been stuck with Apple. Um, you know, I like their phones, but, like, them as a company, they do a lot of things that I don't agree with. Okay. Mariano in the chat says, uh, been on an iPhone for roughly a decade, but this is making me switch. Um, and, and not alone, right? I don't know. Uh, the markets for these are so huge that even if, you know, 100,000 people came out and said they're switching, it would make pocket change dent, right, mm -hmm. in Apple. But um, at some point, bad policies that are prohibitive to consumers will catch up with you. Um, and, uh, you know, I just think I think this has gotten a lot, a lot of press. And I think it's probably can you imagine and Dan, sorry, I know one other comment is, can you imagine, say, next year, right? Put another year behind us. XCloud has been out for six, 12 months. We're in fall of next year and, and people kind of all over, um, even outside the U.S. and whatnot, are using XCloud more regularly. And maybe Stadia has grown. We <laughs> Maybe they have games from you know, 2010 at that point. Um, but, you know, my point is that cloud gaming expands, right? And you see people, you're next to people on public transport or on airplanes or whatever using these things and you go to do the same thing on your iPhone and it's just like, no, nope, not available. I think that starts to have a bigger and bigger impact as time goes on. Yeah, yeah man, it, it's, it's garbage. It's baseless. But uh, I mean, I, I, I saw this coming, not to toot my own horn, like five years Dude. ago. Not, not this specifically but the reason i've never owned an apple phone is because their ecosystem has always been so closed off and yep. it hasn't really changed for nope. years and years and years this people are just starting to see it now and and oh it's when it impacts them right right yeah you know everybody yeah and I'm, i've seen iphones i've you know messed around with them they, they're great hardware they're great pieces of hardware and, the, and android you know they they have you know also good hardware if you're willing to spend the money for it but they also have a lot of bloatware, you know, with their with your cable or your carriers, and you know, there, there's in Samsung's in particular, it, it's a disaster sometimes. I got the Note <laughs> Nine, and it's full of crap that I don't need, and I don't want to root my phone so I can get rid of it. Also, but I can if I wanted to, you know, I can, you know, and and but I, it's it's so simple. I think I, I, I think it comes from both sides, you know, like Google's. Like just a standard Android phone right now, you can't with xCloud, you won't be able to make those purchases. You're going to have to go through Samsung's uh, storefront. You know, it's going to be two separate apps from what I understand. You know, you're going to have the, the Google Play app, which, you know, they, and they have the same kind of restrictions as Apple does with the microtransactions and the DLC and stuff. You know, but through Samsung's phones, um, you'll be able to actually, you know, through their storefront, I mean, anyway you'll be able to purchase all that stuff. You know, that's why they're working with them. And, and they're and the biggest company in the world as far as phones go. So you'll actually be able to, you know, they'll be able, the, the reach will be much farther. You know, Apple's really just kind of big in 
here in the U.S. You know, worldwide, you're looking at you know, and even here, it's what fifty percent. I think we you know we saw yeah, yeah forty. So, it's forty something for Apple. It's fifty, nearly fifty-two percent Android in U.S. Yeah, it, it's it's you're trying to reach different you know places. You're trying to reach you know Europe. You're trying to reach you know Asian markets and stuff. So you're you're it's it just works differently. I think you know. I'm going to stick with what I have because my phone's awesome. So <laughs> <laughs> it works. And, uh, you know, it sucks for people that use Apple though. And, and, you know, or maybe just buy an Android tablet if that's what you want to do, you know, but even then, you know, it's, it's not the same as shoving it in your pocket or something like that. No, we no. have an Android tablet as well, but I had bought the, um, the little clip that goes onto the controller. Yeah. yeah I, was re- I was ready to go. And it was like, you know, I was testing it on my iOS. It's not big enough for the tablet, but yeah, yeah it's I, a shame. I wouldn't switch because of this. Like honestly, no. like, um, if I switch, it'll just be out of principle alone. Like just because I'm tired of their policies. Yeah, but I wouldn't switch for XCloud. But um, but I am pretty upset about it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it I is frustrating. Me too. Sure. Yeah, me too. And I, you know, being at home right now, I'm obviously just going to play on my consoles, right? But when things go back to normal eventually, whenever that is do travel quite a bit for work, you know? So I was saying that I hope, um, I hope it comes to PC soon. We've talked about a PC beta coming soon. And Dan had a good question. I've seen other people ask is like, if you're playing on PC, why wouldn't you just play your game pass games on PC, right? Game pass ultimate. But mm-hmm. the, the difference is, is that if you have a really good PC, yes, play on the local hardware. Right. But for like my laptop that I take with me, it's got an amazing screen. It's like a 4k 17 inch screen. But the hardware is not that great, like the GPU, right? So the great thing about xCloud is you're offloading all that processing to xCloud so you can still play at a higher fidelity without needing the computer to run it. So through that's what I'll... Through the hotel Wi-Fi. Yeah. Through the hotel Wi-Fi, yeah. So <laughs> I probably won't be playing at all. No. Yeah. <laughs> the computer will start asking you questions like, what are you doing? <laughs> yeah, you, actually get, you actually get a stronger download signal if I tether to my carrier signal on my phone. Yep. Than getting the premium Wi-Fi at the hotel. Yep. Yeah, I yeah. It's ridiculous. Anyway, that's a whole nother <laughs> conversation. But yeah, I think um, you know, I think what's interesting here is you're talking about the biggest companies in the world that are having this battle, right? Microsoft is the biggest, the most profitable company in the world. Apple's is it number two or number three? Um, you know, Facebook is way up there. Uh, Amazon's gonna get involved in this. Just give it time. Um, and uh you know samsung and you know it's just it one way or another this stuff will get worked out in the end but only once everyone's going to get their cut of the billions that's all it is it's always about money money and control yeah so but it is frustrating as an apple user because to your point sean you use apple uh by choice right now why i don't really have a choice my work gives iphones i'm using an iphone right i'm not going to carry two phones some people do that i don't know not going to bother with that. So, Great. anyway, uh, we'll see what happens. But uh, I do think that if, I do think that if companies like Microsoft, Facebook, uh, people like Epic, or big industry leaders speak out about this more, we are going to see a lot of pressure on Apple to make some changes. Um, you know, in the future, because Apple Apple Arcade's not a competitor. Come on, let's be no. let's be serious. It's a different thing. Yeah, well, that's what was funny because Apple came out with a statement and said something to the effect of we offer a competitive alternative in every area here. And it's like, Apple, if you're looking at Apple Arcade as a competitor to Game Pass, you you need someone else 
making these statements because they don't know what they're talking about. Yeah, because Apple Arcade, I mean, you're, you're, that's a, a service. You have to pay for that. Like the Xbox yep. Cloud, I mean, you're streaming. Yep. You're, you're not downloading anything other than the initial app. Um, Correct. Yeah. different. I think they just have like really old like rules or terms that just haven't been up to date. So they're by, you know, going off their old terms, like it just doesn't apply to what's going on nowadays. Yeah, it's got, as Dan said, they've always been a really closed, restrictive ecosystem. Um, Mm -hmm. That's what I've always hated about Apple. I I won't use their stuff. Um, You know, open source is really kind of the future, um, or it's the now, really, not the future anymore. So anyway, all right. (laughs) Let me get that in there. It is not hashtag meaty. No. No. All right, Spider-Man. Let's talk about more. <laughs> Let's talk about more controversy because I want to. I want to hear you guys on this. So, uh, Spider-Man. You know, we're leading up to a very good grinding our gears here. This is I know we haven't even gotten there yet. Give it. Yeah, this is insane. <laughs> so, Spider-Man. Uh, so, you want to play as Spider-Man in the Avengers, huh? Well, yep. he's coming. He's coming next year. And uh, so, not not only is he only coming to PlayStation. So, forget about Stadia, PC, and Xbox. Sony said, but their statement of it. Did you see their statement in response to it? it. Where they said, well, if you don't want to play it on PS5, you can still go play it on PS4. Yeah. On PS4? That's what they said. So people ask why Spider-Man's not coming to Xbox PC Stadia. And they their response, their official response was, if you don't want to go, if you're not going to buy a PS5 and don't want to play it on PS5, you'll still be able to play it on PS4. Yeah, that's fair. I mean, it's accurate. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> uh, so this is another one right this is another one where it's like yes yeah, sony owns the ip rights to spider-man they are obviously within their rights and power to do this um do you do you guys give a crap about this does it matter to you because obviously it matters to some people but they don't own the ip rights though they only own the movie rights oh like, i didn't know that i thought they owned spider-man rights no sony the digital like, content sony only owns the movie rights they don't own mm. not even tv rights so like tv shows like you know you can go to disney plus and watch spider-man cartoons they don't own tv they don't own the video games they don't own toys merchandise um just the movies oh. um, so whatever's going on with sony so they sign this separately then that's a whole another deal but it's not like a, a rights thing it's just a deal that they sign. i didn't know that so good call sean so that's even shadier then yeah because <laughs> <laughs> um, um, uh Insomniac, I mean, they made the Spider-Man game, but they didn't make it because a lot of people think they made it because um, Sony owns the rights. But no, they made it because Sony came to them and said, no, Marvel came to them and said, we want you to make a Marvel game. Um, out of all the IP, what would you rather choose? And they all chose Spider-Man. Oh, so okay. that's why, you know, they have Spider-Man. It's not because, you know, they own it or anything. Like yeah. yeah and then was they, a deal with Marvel, too, if I'm not mistaken, right? Between Square um, Enix and Marvel. I don't think it was, yeah. you know, and then... Or in Sony, anyway, and, and Marvel. So, I mean, they, they've got that relationship built up now. They do have you a know. relationship. So now nope. they're just, you know, they have that working nope. relationship. So the door's open. So it's going to keep happening. Sony keeps writing a check. Then. Yep. Yeah. Yep. That seems to be it then. Yeah. I guess people are looking at PlayStation as the place to play Spider Man related titles. So why not lock it down for the Avengers? Because Spider Man is one of the biggest, or is it Batman or Spider Man that's the biggest comic based IP? It's one of them. It's one of my Spider-Man has yeah. always been my favorite. I have like a photo back here of me when I was like three years old on my Spider-Man blanket. Like Spider-Man's been my favorite nice character ever. So 
this one okay. speaks to me. And um, I was actually, I kind of got over the fact, you know, that Spider-Man was only going to be on PlayStation. Um, I would still rather play it on the Xbox. But sure. then they came out later and they said um, about all this, there's a whole another list of exclusive things going to PlayStation. Yeah. Yeah. yeah but that's, fact, that's what got I, me. So at that point, I can pull I that up while you guys are talking. Yeah. I mean, it, yeah. The way I, I mean, I had it pre-ordered on the PlayStation, you know, <laughs> just sticking with my, whoever's got the marketing rights, that's where I'm going with. Um, Which seems to be off. the right choice so far. Right yeah. choice. I can care less on where I play it as long as they both run okay. Um, oh, they'll run but, great, I'm sure. Yeah, I mean, and I'm a huge Spider-Man guy, but, you know, Steve, who writes for SG, had yep. a tweet yesterday, and it was like, this Avengers game isn't worth fighting for, or, or fighting over Spider-Man for, and he is 100% right, and we'll talk about the beta here in a little bit, Yeah. but if you play it, and you're going to be like, well, I really don't care at this point, about Spider-Man because of how it's going to be implemented, I think. Um, so I, I think it's going to matter less. I think the stuff that, you know, all the bonuses and stuff are probably a little bit nicer, like what Sean was talking about. Yeah, I've yeah. got it right here, Dan. So let yeah, me call it out it. real quick. So PlayStation players will have 30-day exclusive access to a legendary outfit, legendary emote, epic takedown, and nameplates for each superhero as they are released. This is also for the six launch heroes. In addition, PlayStation Plus subscribers will, um, for every superhero added to game post-launch, Hawkeye included, all PS Plus members will receive a free bundle that contains a rare outfit, a nameplate, and 100 credits, which I guess is in-game currency, right? Um, okay. And we'll have a free bundle for Miss Marvel um, at the, when the game launches. Yeah. It's all cosmetic stuff. I mean, there's no you know pay-to-win mechanics or anything like that that i've seen so far so you know i get it because he's such a big character and he's such a you know everybody loves spider-man right i mean he's well, the well except for you <laughs> yeah but i'm kidding i grew i grew up loving spider-man as well right. I did. yeah yeah he, he's 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 that you know the super relatable superhero guy you yeah. know he's just you know, that's that's why everybody likes him um and i get why people are upset but at the same time I don't think it's going to really play into it as much as people think um, because of the way they've got the missions and stuff set up. Yeah. Um, it's it's not going to like ruin a storyline or something, you know, he'll have his own, uh, you know, I think that's what they're supposed to have, like his, his own story, whatever. Mm -hmm. But I get why people are upset. I don't care because, you know, I got the PS plus version or whatever it is. So they don't, <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm, I'm not, you know, I, you see a lot of like anti-consumer stuff on, I, I hate that word almost as much as I hate toxic. Um, I, I don't want to hear about it anymore. <laughs> Pro-consumer, anti-consumer. I don't care about literally anybody else except for me. All right. <laughs> I'm the only consumer I care about. I don't care about everybody else. Sorry, everybody in chat. But see? That, that really this is why out. Apple's getting away with it because of Steve Jobs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I should change that actually, but nevertheless, <laughs> um, it, it's 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 you. If you have a PlayStation, I understand. If you if you have a PlayStation and an Xbox, you know you can make that decision. If you're basing it on that Spider-Man character, I'm telling you, you're making a huge, huge mistake. Huge mistake. Well, especially it's, they said it's not even coming until next year. Yeah, it's not coming until next year. So you know, play yeah. where your friends are. That's the most important thing. 
you know that's 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 where you're going to get because this game is really pushing the co-op aspect of it okay um, but i do feel a little bit bad for those players that really wanted them but yeah. at the same time yeah sorry go, no go sign the uh, petition on change.org i'm, not, I'm sure, I'm sure yeah. it'll accomplish something no sure no. No. yeah it's coming next year like i might be done by with the game by then yeah, yeah. most people most people will that's just the fact be. of the matter yeah, yeah. It's yeah. like my backlog is already big enough as it is, and you know. Well, and by then we'll be into Series X and PS5, kind of you know a bigger library, right? Hopefully. Yeah. And so yeah, to, but um, I used to go where the where the um what did you say, Dan? About the um, where the marketing is. Yeah, the marketing is. Yeah. When the Bat the Arkham series when they came out, huh. I bought it on the PlayStation. I bought it on PS3, so I have the Arkham series, all of them, but they're all on PlayStation. And because that's where well the first one was, and then so when the second one came out, I was like, dang it! Like I I really prefer the Xbox controllers. Sure. Yeah. So I, was like, I really wanted to get the second one on the Xbox or 360, whatever. But I didn't because the first one was on PlayStation. I didn't want them to be split in between platforms because it's just weird. And then, and then when Arkham City came out, no Arkham Knight came out. Um, I had both the Xbox One and the PS4. But I bought it for the PS4 just because the other two I had on PS3 just because I don't know. But then even then I was like, dang, I wish I would have just stuck with the Xbox. I wish I would have just stuck with my platform of choice because yeah, the controller, everything, I just like it way more. So I think yeah, I mean, a lot of time I did that. I was gonna say to your point, right? The the additions you see out of a lot of these deals really don't amount to a whole lot. You know, they they sound like more on paper than they really do change the gameplay experience for the most part. I think the the filthiest one was probably the Destiny thing, where like literal top grade weapons you couldn't get on Xbox for a year. Um, you know, they were only on PlayStation. That's that's pretty dirty. But I think you know skins and stuff like that. That's not going to change your gameplay experience. A controller that you like to use changes your gameplay experience way more than the skin does. Right. So, um, Bomber had a good comment, though, and it worked, right? Because I'm sitting here thinking Sony had the rights to it um, as well until you made the point, Sean, and reminded me about it being movies only, only. Is that really people are, you know, Sony's just cashing in because Spider Man's their biggest exclusive. It sold more than any of their first party stuff. Um, and they're cashing in on you know people looking at PlayStation and especially with PS5 launch with Miles Morales as the uh, the Spider-Man console, right? It's a smart move. It's a smart business move. It's anti-consumer, um, but it's <laughs> <laughs> uh, PlayStation, son. <laughs> very toxic of them. Yeah, very, very yeah. toxic behavior. I'll tell you what. <laughs> Speaking of toxic behavior, IGN. There, I'm done. I wasn't going to continue anymore. <laughs> um, so, <laughs> so IGN has reviewed Grounded. And why? Are, this is like the controversial episode. We're just commenting on everything. So IGN, coming on. you know, I like to. <laughs> you got to get into it. Or so IGN it. was review, uh, has reviewed Grounded, and it has, uh, you know, again caused a stir, like everything else, because the question is raised: is should they be? formally reviewing early access titles when it's very clearly stated that what you're buying here is a game a game and game preview and early access right um which is weird because you know i know ryan mccaffrey was commenting on this and some of them were like you know you haven't done this for other early access titles or other um game preview titles why for grounded and it's like, well, we don't have the capability to, to uh, review everything. And it's like, eh, that's kind of a cop-out. You know, you should have a policy here. So 
I don't know where you guys stand on this. I think it's kind of shady. I think uh, there's definitely some. I think there's definitely some weight in the whole uh, grounded is a big hit right now, way bigger than most people thought it was going to be, and it's getting a lot of uh, social media attention and uh, the old SEO attention. Right, got to get those hits, and I think uh, it gets a lot, a lot of hits for IGN to come out and say we reviewed grounded, and look, it worked. Everyone's mm-hmm. talking about it. Everyone's clicking on it. Um, it worked. So. Personally, my opinion here is I think it's fine to give a preview and impressions of a game preview title, write up a detailed write-up on it, you know, talk about what's missing in the game, talk about where it's lacking. But a game in game preview shouldn't be getting a score. There's no point in getting a score on a game in game preview. Especially, I think one of the statements in the review from what someone said is saying the game feels incomplete. It's like, are you guys I mean, come on. That's just stupid. You know, that that's that's ridiculous. Yeah, what do you think, Sean? Um, I agree. I think like bullet points, just a few like, you know, like comments about, you know, performance or what it could use or whatever. Yeah, I definitely shouldn't get a score. Like it's I made a comment yesterday on Twitter about like I was saying like if I gave somebody a bag of flour and eggs and have them rate my cake, like, you know, it's like, well, the cake's <laughs> not even like oh, that's I was nice. like it's pretty accurate, though. Yeah. Yeah, it's not. It's not done. Like there, even the game says like the story's not complete yet. Like you know, I mean, says it when you did turn the damn thing on. Yeah. Like. Yeah. So I mean, I I I like the game. I actually like it way more than I thought I would. I Me too. Like survival games, like that's not my thing. Um, I played Ark Survival for like an hour. I know it's way too much managing. I can't, you know, manage how me freezing to death and all this stuff. But um. Grounded, I really, really like. It's actually a really pretty game. Um, I know it's a meme. People make fun of it, but it's a really pretty game. Uh, Everything's a freaking meme nowadays. It's, it's yeah. a pretty game. It yeah, is. Yeah, the lighting and everything is just very... Yeah. And, and it's very complicated. Like, everything moves. Like, you know, you see the grass, like, blades, like, moving. And so you know something mm-hmm. big's coming. And there's a lot yeah. going on in that game. And it works. And for it to be in game preview and for it to be as polished as it, as it is, like, I think that's a plus. But, um, Especially developed by such a small team, right? It's really well. I, I think that's why it's getting the response it's getting is that people didn't expect much out of this game, and it's really defied expectations. It's a lot, mm-hmm. a lot more polished, a lot kind of better experience than people expected it to be. Um, so maybe because it's so polished, they, they just felt the need to rate it. But yeah, I don't, I don't. It should be like a rating in progress. It should just be bullet points about. You know, yeah, I, I mean. So, you know, it's obvious, right? I run season gaming. I could have easily, because I, we, we, I finished the story portion of Grounded in co-op last week when it came out. Had a good time with it, played it for a few hours, you know, really enjoyed myself. I could have easily written up a review, slapped the score on it, put it on Open Critic, and then published it out. And we probably would have gotten tens and thousands and tens of thousands of hits. Yeah. You know what I mean? It would have been simple to do. It would have taken me 45 minutes to do that. But it's just... I'm not going to do that because that's not what we do. Is there any other game that you can think of that's gotten a score, a letter or a number score review that's preview? I was trying to think through that. I'm sure there are, um, but I, I couldn't think of one off the top of my head. I mean, like, we're not doing it for Avengers, and that's like in beta right it's now. A beta. It's a like- beta that you have to pre-order to get into. You've got Rogue Company out there. Someone in the chat said Rogue Company. Um You've got, uh, there's always, there's tons of early access and game preview titles. I mean, it's a big part of the market nowadays, right? I mean, it's, uh, 
it's just the way it is. And I think the fact I someone mentioned Sea of Thieves and, you know, they reviewed Sea of Thieves early on. But Sea of Thieves was a retail release. They never said Sea of Thieves was early access. Right. So I think that's fine. If it's a full retail release, it's full yeah. price then you review it. But it game and game. say it again. Grounded. Isn't Grounded it like $40 on Steam? Uh, it's 30 but it's 30. it's early access. It's not a full retail release. Mm. Yeah, and it's very clearly stated. On X Xbox, they call it game preview. Steam, right. they call it early access. It's the same thing. It's just right. different name. I think so. Ark was early access for a long yeah. time on Xbox, but I don't remember them giving it a grade when it was. Oh, yeah, and Fortnite is still in beta, but Fortnite was... Fortnite was out for a long, long time before they started doing reviews on it. Yeah. You know, Where are you at, Dan? Let's yeah, hear it. Probably super controversial. I, I'm, I'm kind of like in the middle. Like, I understand where you guys are coming from, but I also, if you're going <clears> to <throat> sell the game, and this is this goes for any game, you know, and people are going to pay money for it, then I think you could do a review on it. But you have to, there has to be caveats you know, that this is a, you know, an unfinished game. You can't come in and say, well, this game is unfinished when it says it's literally unfinished in the description, you know, that's, that's unfair. Now, I also wonder, you know, if it's like Twitter outrage, you know, if there was no score in it, would people be upset as upset as they are now? Probably or, not. I think that's the problem. I think because yeah, yeah. so many people put so much weight on review scores for them to right. say, come out and give it a six and say it's incomplete. Yeah, it feels or, like the grading to the to the to right. the developers. What if it's well, if, what if it was a nine? Would people That's be a great point? Great point. I don't know. About, you know how this shouldn't be happening. I and, would, you know, but I'm not the majority. Right. Yeah. I mean, and that's that's in Gamespot actually reviewed it as well. They gave it a six, but they yeah. also said that they're going to re-review it later on. They so, they put a comment saying this is a work in progress game and we'll do a full right. proper review when it releases. Yeah, and I think that's a fair way to do stuff. But you know, I mean, but you you can come out and say like Anthem. Okay, I'm gonna just go there because I love the game so much. Um, <laughs> I gave it what like a six or a seven when I reviewed it. I came back and you know a year later or six months later, and I I gave an update on it because I think that's a fair way to do it, even with full game releases. That are like the like Sea of Thieves is one, you know, division, you know, any kind of game, any kind of gas. I think you can. It's fair to kind of come out and do that kind of stuff. The preview should be kind of held to the same standard, I think. But I also get, you know, what people are saying. I totally understand that, you know, and yeah, <laughs> eleven out of ten names. It's nice. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna publish our review later today. It's actually. Uh, it's beyond a masterpiece, uh, historic on our, um, you know. And then tomorrow, I'm going to announce that we got the most hits ever at Season Gaming in one day. So yeah. it's awesome. It Thanks for all the success, guys. In, in 4G, but, it'll be <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, I, I get it. I get why people are upset, you know, especially when you have like, uh, you know, a, such an attachment to the game if you really, really enjoyed it. And then somebody comes out and says, well, it's a six. And you're like, well, wait a minute. It's in preview. Yeah, you know, that's fine. Yeah. Um, but it, it's 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 just funny how I think people get upset about stuff is more of my thing. You know, I mean, like well, I said, a, if it, that's if, a common it, theme. People get upset over stuff that really doesn't right. impact them. If it, if it came out in IGN's like this is a nine right now, I think people would have been like, yeah, that's fair. Thanks. You know, <laughs> but it didn't. It got, it got a six. 
you know, and they, and they should absolutely come back in, you know, six months to a year and say, hey, you know, we're going to kind of relook at this and, and take another look at it, you know, and, you know, for sure they did it for clicks. It'll it's be such a bad yeah. right now. Like if they, I'm sure most of those sites are going to go back and review it again, but um, at that point it's going to be too late. They're already, everybody saw the six and yeah. And I think that's the problem that some things are even rational people have a problem with it. It's right. You should not have put a score on it. It's fine to put an article about it, do yeah. impressions of it, say it's incomplete, you know, whatever you want to say about it. Right. And but, I don't really care about score either. Cause I'll play a game if I like it. You know? Yeah, me too. 100%. Yeah. It is what it is, man. What are you going to do? <laughs> <laughs> you know, just ignore it. That's the, you know, that's the oh, those, it didn't bother me at all. I just figured we'd talk about it. But, you know, I'll just state, as I've stated a million times, this is why I love season gaming not being monetized because I don't have to worry about effing clicks. No. You know what I mean? If I did, we'd have a review of Grounded Up right now. <laughs> we don't. So, it's crazy. All right. Episode 117. You know what that means. No, oh, I'm going to talk about our favorite Halo memories before we get it. So we're going to get into Fall Guys because I want to talk a lot about Fall Guys. Um, I want to talk about Avengers beta as well and some other stuff that we're playing. But before we get into that, I figured it's episode 117. As a massive Halo fan, I would be completely remiss if we didn't at least mention it and have some fun with it. So yep. I figured we'd take just a couple minutes, the next four and a half hours, to talk about <laughs> <laughs> to talk about uh, our favorite Halo memories, um, and I know Dan, that may be a very very short list for you, but you know at, at least just something that uh, a positive thing having to do with Halo or Master Chief as a character, yeah. whatever it may be. So because I'm going to have to really think about this. <laughs> God dang it, Dan! All right, and by the way, Sean, I'll give you a, a, an extra second to think about it. Um, they are slowly releasing Halo soundtracks are some of the, I think it's fair to say, I'm not being controversial to say they're some of the best gaming soundtracks ever. They're highly acclaimed, won all sorts of awards. Um, they're slowly starting to release tracks off of the Halo Infinite soundtrack. They released one two weeks ago, and then they released one this week, which is absolutely incredible. Um, anyone who's a Halo fan will, I promise you're going to love it. So if you haven't checked that out, um, Check on YouTube, the official Halo channel. It's one of their latest videos. You can find it there. I forget the title of it, but it's it's I incredible. I did hear the one two weeks ago. I heard that one. Very that one's really good, and I was already excited. Listen to the one from this week. It's like, oh, my God. It's incredible. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, Sean, I know you said you're a Halo fan. You're not really huge into, like, the lore, which is fine. I don't, I don't think most Halo fans are really, you know, I'd say you're normal Halo fans, right? Like, you have Star Wars fans, and then you have the Star Wars fans who are Star Wars <laughs> fans. You know what fans, I mean? Yeah. They're, like, in the books, and they're dressing up and all that, right? So I think normal Halo fans love the games, love multiplayer, campaign, what have you, but they don't really get into the, the core lore and books and yeah. comics and all that, and that's fine. Yeah. So, okay, yeah, perfect. So from a game perspective, right, Xbox history, Halo games, give us something that, you know, when you think of Halo, a good Halo memory, what sticks out to you? Um, it's always Halo 3. Like, whenever okay. like somebody asks me that question, like, what's your favorite Halo memory? It always goes back to Halo 3. Okay. Um, I just remember it just being huge. I just remember playing it online, just being bigger than most multiplayer games, and then just playing a single player, like, you know, co-op was, you know, that was awesome. Yeah. Like, I would play with my cousin, and we would stay up, like, all night. Like, you know, he doesn't live you know he lives you know different city whatever but we would that was just our thing 
Um, I wasn't the best at the multiplayer, but I was pretty good. But it didn't matter because it was just it was just addicting. Like yeah. taking people grenades is like my thing. That's like yeah. what I would <laughs> try to do. And then they added the um the whole what was it go back the replay with the camera and I thought that was like the greatest thing ever, where you can replay the matches and uh -huh. you know zoom in and out. Um, yeah, that's that's something Halo and Bungie at the time did really well, right? They were very innovative with sharing, building a community around it. Because um, yeah. you're right, they had the replay system, they had Forge, so they created community games and maps. Um, still do, of course, but they were one of the first to, outside of PC to really do that with games. So, yeah. yeah so it's great. Very taking cool. Down, taking that, what's the Scarab? Is that what it's called? The giant? Yeah. Yeah, taking that out with my cousin and some friends. Like Halo 3, probably biggest memory. It's interesting because... Uh, so did you ever go back? I know you said you didn't do original Xbox, right? So did do Halo CE and Halo 2 have any memory for you, or did you kind of start at Halo 3? Um, I did. Well, I did play um, the first and second Halo at my cousin's house because he had an Xbox. I okay. Did. So 360 was my first Xbox. Right. Um, and then I replayed it again for the Master Chief Collection. Um, so I think if I would have played it during its prime... Then I know a lot of people go into Halo 2 being their favorite. Um, my favorite memories might be, you know, a little bit different, but okay. it's always a 360. Okay, cool. Did, Dan, did you have enough time? I got all kinds of time. Um, <laughs> Give us right. something. Come on. I'm going to clip this all right, so and, and save gonna, it. Yeah. Halo yeah. Reach, the favorite okay. Halo game. I've said that multiple times. I, even Far Halo fans, Dan, a lot of people have Reach as their favorite. So don't, you're best. not alone. But like my best or my, my, my most fond memory, I guess, was a couple of them. There's, I, I and this is where I'm going to get roasted because I don't remember. I'm pretty sure it was the end of Halo 3. We were riding that Warthog down through, like at the very end of the game. It's just like a yeah. huge. So huge they did that. That's that Halo. Three. No, no, it's it's one and three. So there's three the, that the, I remember. Okay, yeah, because yeah. Halo 3, what they did at the end there where you're racing to get away yeah. was basically a callback to Halo CE. Okay, there you go. So that, that was awesome. That was probably my favorite Halo moment in a game. But I think my biggest memories are playing Forge with the kids okay. and being able, you know, I, I you know let them go and create and do whatever they wanted to do. And then I come back 10 minutes later and yeah. we play around, you know, and then the other one yeah. would do it. You know, and that was super fun for me. And that's where I, you know, split screen, couch co-op. That's where Halo really kind of mattered to me in, mm -hmm. in those areas. And like I said, I've always said I don't hate the game by any stretch of the imagination. It's become I, more of a running joke at this point. Yeah, it's more of a joke. <laughs> you know, it, it's, 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 it's such a huge IP and it's such a yeah. really, really important for a lot of people. And I respect that, you know, at the same time, you know, it's, it's, it's no bucks and so, imagine <laughs> Master Chief and Bug Snacks just slaughtering all of them. Right? Yeah, and also Craig. That's another great memory. Craig, the yes. fresh one, you know. So, I love oh, I don't have any fresh uh, Craig memes ready for yeah. you today. But you know, to anyone that is upset, as we always say about us talking about Halo, just remember, there's no need to be upset. <laughs> He's the best man. I mean, <laughs> 
this is this is the kind of marketing that Microsoft needs for this. <laughs> uh, we've said it before; they're doing the right thing. You just play into it. And did you see that there's actually people getting mad that they're playing into it? You know, it's like, why aren't you upset about this? Uh, oh, yeah. Stupid, Sean. Sean, you did a that one with the Halo and the bug snacks <laughs> and the Pfizer, dude. Oh that yeah, that was not, great. That was that great. Was, I didn't think. So yeah, that kind of exploded. I think that was right before the. <laughs> Yeah, the trailer before they released. Yes. The game yeah, when they did like kind of like the animated picture image, right on yeah. on Twitter. Yeah. How weird, Craig. Yeah. <laughs> so I could talk about Halo for hours. We know this, but I've got two memories. I'll just call out real quick um, that stand out to me, and I've one of them I've talked about before. So to your point, Sean, I was uh, going into two thousand one. I had the PS two, right, and Dreamcast. I was a big Sega guy. And as the GameCube and Xbox approached, they launched within a few days of each other, the GameCube and original Xbox. And I was thinking that Nintendo was kind of going to kind of reclaim their dominance, if you will, with GameCube. And so I had GameCube pre-ordered with six games, um, and I completely ignored Xbox. I was like, Microsoft, they don't belong in the console business. You know, one of those guys. And so I went and picked up my GameCube and um, when, or went and finished paying off my GameCube, whatever, at EB Games or EB Software, whatever it was at the time. And uh, the Xbox kiosk was there. And of course, all the Xbox kiosks had Halo, CE. And uh, on my way out, I was like, well, let me hold this thing. And it had the big hamburger controller, of course. And I was like, this controller's a mess, you know what I mean? But I played Halo, and they always start on the second level, which is when you first open up, right? And um, you play that first five, ten minutes, and I was literally standing there in awe. Um, and I remember the first time I'm standing at the kiosk there, I played for over half an hour and I went home and I couldn't stop thinking about it. Um, and I've told the story that I was dating a, a girl at a time and she didn't know what to get me for Christmas. And I was talking about this and she's like, well, let's go get it. And she went, we went back that night and bought an Xbox and Halo CE with an extra controller. And uh, my GameCube basically collected dust. I only played Halo. Um, that was it. I had six games for the GameCube. It barely ever got turned on. Um, and from that point on, I've been a, a Halo diehard. Um, I would say, to your point, Sean, uh, Halo, the launch of Halo 3 was really impressive. I stood in line for Midnight Launch. It was the first game that had, well, not the first maybe, but it had the incredible Legendary Edition with the big helmet, right? Um, which at the time really wasn't a thing. And everyone went home. And the cool thing about Halo 3 was as people logged into the multiplayer, it had that world map. So it showed all the regions coming online. Like I was on the East Coast. And so it showed, it started all lighting up of all the people coming on to play multiplayer. And as the night went on, the rest of the US lit up, you know, and you could see all these players logging on to play Halo 3 multiplayer. And it was just, it's one of the most fun nights ever. I had four people over at my house, big Sony 32 inch, 500 pound CRT TV. 32 inch. I still got it. I still have it. Yeah, you've seen it. Um, And, um, and we sat there and uh, played to, I think the first friend left at maybe like 4 a.m., but me and another buddy played to like, you know, after the sun came up and um, it just played forever. And I, I used to hold Halo land parties and I mean, Halo has been a huge part of my history, so I could go on forever. But yeah, kind of fun that we hit episode 117. Um, so many good Halo memories. I think Infinite, as we already talked about, is going to be a game changer for the industry this fall. Um, I can't with wait. The way it's yeah. So pumped, definitely pumped. So, cool. All right, let's get into, uh, oh, we got rant time. We haven't even ranted yet. We've had so much controversy to talk to. We, I do have a rant I want to get to, so uh -oh. we're, we're going to uh, 
we're going to what's grinding my gears, our newest segment here. Nice. And uh, who wants to kick us off? Sean, you got something you want to yell about? Oh. Yeah, he does. <laughs> no, I never complain. What are you talking about? <laughs> um, <laughs> um, well, not obligated, by the way. You don't have no, to. No, it's fine. Um, I guess. I mean, we all make fun on Twitter. That's fine. Like, mm -hmm. you know, we all do it. It's fun. Um, then there's people that take it too serious. Like, they go, like, oh, yes. two steps too far, and then that's when it gets kind of disgusting. Um, I have my bug snack jokes, but, you know, because I like making fun of it. But I'm going to buy bug snacks. Like, you know, it's actually – I'm intrigued in the game, so I'm actually going to get it. And I'm very open about it. I'm going to get the game. Like, I just like poking fun. Um, <laughs> but I guess my rant is about people that spend all day – talking about the things that they have no interest in or like the consoles they don't like. Yeah. That's like crazy. Well, say some good things about the console you do like instead of like, you know, and like, you know, so people would, I'm just an example, like, you know, they'll, and it goes both ways too. Not just like, you know, it's Xbox fans and PlayStation fans, like Xbox. Fans oh yeah. Be like, it's, you know, it's all sides. Yeah. They'll say like, see if these is the biggest game ever, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, but do you play it? And they're like, no, but you know, they just want that, <laughs> they just want that bragging, right? And, yeah. you know, PlayStation fans, like, you know, they talk about, like, Spider-Man, Miles Morales, but they don't even play Spider-Man, you know, it's just, and, I mean, I understand, like, you know, you're excited about the things you're invested in. I'm invested in all the systems. I do have my preference, and I'm very open about that. Like, I prefer Xbox, but I love PlayStation. Um, I have no problems with, you know, PlayStation and stuff like that, but, but, you know, just, you know, have fun. You know, poke fun by the way, it. this this may be the calmest rant I've ever heard in my yeah, life. No. <laughs> like, that's the most even keeled person I've ever <laughs> uh, That's fair though. No, that's yeah. fair. I think I think you're absolutely right. And Dan and Bert and I actually, you know, we chat offline every day, all day. And uh, one of the things we constantly complain about is people who just it feels like they have nothing better to do in their life but just bitch all day about meaningless stuff. It's just yeah. so strange to me, you know. It's it's it doesn't make any sense. Or any little yeah. like rumor or something like that, then they just go off. Like, um, I guess for an example, like, um, I guess the medium that game the uh -huh. for Xbox, yeah, I guess the ray tracing icon disappeared, and then people just went nuts. Yeah, Xbox is losing ray tracing. Yeah, blah, blah, and like, and then like mm -hmm. you know, a few days later, they're like, oh no, it is gonna, you know, it does have ray tracing. Yeah, developer came out and said that was just a mistake. Of course, Xbox Series X has ray tracing, and it's like, yeah. Yeah, but, like, we had to listen to, like, two days of people just going <laughs> crazy about it. So. Yeah. You know. All right. Dan, what do you got? I, I'm wondering, like, if we're going to, like, overlap, because we didn't really talk about it, but didn't... You can get us started. Go for it. All I right, know where so you're going. Monday... We had a controller issue. There you go. I'm, I'm there. That's where I'm going. We're on two sides. I know we are on two sides of this story. Let's because, get it. All right. Not one time in this entire ever until right now have I ever been able to play a new console with a new controller or with an Smack old controller. So right now. All right. But for some reason, people got really, really upset. And this is where all the anti-consumer stuff started this week. Let's talk to you driving me crazy. <laughs> All right, you literally get a controller with your, you know, PS5. Just use that one. I understand, trust me. You know, Ains, how many freaking $200 controllers do I own? Too many. Right? Yeah, too many. So, More than right. me and I have too many. I've got I've got the, you know, 
I've got all the peripherals for you know third party stuff. None of that's probably going to work. You know what? Fine, whatever. I mean, I didn't, I didn't, never really expected it to. Xbox was very clear that they would. You know, Sony. You know, their messaging is garbage. They're anti-consumer. What? They're anti-consumer. Yeah. <laughs> I don't okay. care. <laughs> the whole point of the thing is, if you're going to sit here and complain and cry about, you know, your old controller is not working, I mean, just show me one. I mean, I never, you know, I think one of the, when we had the chat, I was like, you know, we were talking about some game and I asked you if I can play it with my N64 controller. And, <laughs> you know, it just doesn't matter because it, it's, you're going to have, I mean, I, I obviously prefer the, the offset sticks, right? Yeah. You know, and of the Xbox controller, but you know what Sony. Well, we use the Nacon, right? On the on the yeah, use the Nacon or use the Astro, yeah, the C40 or whatever the Revolution Pro X Deluxe. Yeah. I don't know what the hell they call it. Um, you know, for the most part, I've actually been using the DS4 quite a bit lately, just okay. because my Astro is in the shop. You know, I should get in seven to eight months. <laughs> in <think>. the shop. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, was, it was broken. So I had emails like, yeah, yeah well, it should be here in about 20 to 30 weeks. I'm like, what in the hell are you talking about? Are you being serious? Yeah, it was something huge. It was like, oh, that's huge, ridiculous. I think it was like 15 weeks or something like that. Oh, wow. Like by then it won't work because I'll be on PS5 anyway. Yeah, so it won't exactly. Matter. By the time I get it back, it'll be <laughs> an antiquated thing. But you know, I, I I don't know. I, I guess it's it's just one of those things where it's like you know, we see them going in different directions. Totally, yes. you know, we're going. Okay, well, you know, Xbox is going towards that services play wherever you want to. PlayStation is like you're coming with us to the PS5, or you're whether not. you like it or not. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. This is this is what it is. But yeah. I mean, I, I, you know, and we've talked about it. You know, I just never have seen people get so upset, and I think it's you know it's partially Microsoft's fault because they make everything so nice and, you know, <laughs> pro-consumer, you know? It's like, hey, look, you got all this great stuff. You can just take your controller with you. Okay, well, then now everybody expects that stuff, you know? and it's, As it's, they should. That's well, called mark. That's yeah. how markets work. Well, not necessarily. If you want to take, you know, if you want money. Sony likes money. <laughs> it's, like the it's like the first car that had automatic windows. Other yeah. companies weren't like, we're not doing that. Well, they don't need to, you know, I mean, they, they, you know, maybe it takes them a year. I don't know. I don't know how this tech works either. So I couldn't sit here and tell you, you know, whatever. I just don't care, I guess, is the point of it. You know, it, it's the whole point is just, it doesn't matter. Yeah. If you're worried about, you know, spending that extra $60 for all these people that all of a sudden play couch co-op games, you know, shut up. I mean, sorry. But I mean, really, we don't have... You know, I don't know when the last time I did. I think it was Halo, Halo Forge, Halo Three Forge is the last time I actually yeah. really co-op couch co-op with people. You know, and people that are wanting that experience are probably going to get a Switch. You know, if I were guessing, you know, that family experience. I have, and plus that DS4 controller is <clears> garbage <throat> anyway. Why do you want to take it with you? <laughs> I have two right. red controllers, two of them, just the red ones. Sticks are completely jacked up on them. Barely used them. The DualShock 4 sticks are trash. Uh, I don't even trash. use the word trash often, but they're trash. They are trash. All right. <laughs> the batteries on those things were trash. Why would yeah. I want to take them with me anyway? They're garbage. So I'm hoping for, you know, and as far as all the special things you can do with them, I'm not going to be blowing in my controller. If I do that, <laughs> that's it. I'm never going to. Aren't you? Maybe I will. I'm, <laughs> I don't know, man. I think it's a little bit overblown. 
But yes. at the same time, you know, I also understand. But you know, we're kind of getting spoiled a little bit. We're not. We're not. We're actually not on two sides of this, Dan. Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. It is overblown, and I'll yeah. say that it's not a huge deal. Um, but I think my problem with it is is that it doesn't need to be a deal at all. That PS4 control. So let's back up on it. Let me say this. This is the thing that's really grinding my gears. If you're ever one of those people that has said, but this is how it's worked for generations, smack yourself in the face. I just said it. God damn it. I know. I, and I told you to smack yourself. I'm because okay. you, it doesn't matter what industry you're talking about. And as an application designer, it drives me absolutely bonkers. One of the first things I told all my teams was, don't ever let me hear you say, that's the way we've always done it. Also that's, be more it's literally, that's, that's the worst statement you can ever make because it just shows that you're not thinking about innovating or moving away from the way you've done things. Um, so the fact that someone says, well, I've never, I didn't use my PS1 controller on the PS2. Well, you know, that was 20 years ago. We were still on wired controllers. They were using different wireless signals because you had like infrared, you had RF signals, you had uh, Bluetooth, you 2.4 gig, you had all these different things, right? That over time as technology evolves, um, it becomes a pain in the ass for a company to support old tech, right? So on those generational lines, it made more sense. Sony has already said, yeah, your controller will work on the PS5. There's literally no connectivity issue whatsoever. It will work on the system. It's just not going to work for these games. That's purely a programming perspective that they're doing purposely to get you to buy more PS5 controllers. It's not necessary. That's what drives me crazy about it. It doesn't matter to me. You know me. I don't care. Yeah, I'm you buying know? it on launch anyway. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm buying it at launch. If I need an extra controller, buy, it doesn't matter to me. It's not about the money. It's not about anything else. It just doesn't make logical sense. It's because it's literally just them saying, we don't want this to work. It's not that it can't work. It's we don't want this to work. Um, and, and I think the controller is probably a lot better anyways. Like, you know, like you said, like, I don't like the DS4. Um, I yeah. prefer using the PS5 controller. Me too. But see, it's the dance point. Like I have a Nacon Unlimited Pro oh, with right. the offset sticks. And it's a really nice controller, right? There's no reason for it not to work. Zero. Yeah. Um, and people are like, well, you know, I've seen all kinds of crazy takes on this. Well, Sony's making their developers use the haptic. No, they're not. No, they're not. I guarantee Xbox One has haptic triggers. It's had them since 2013. How many games use them? Forza. What if you got a blow into something? <laughs> not going to happen. <laughs> no. You're, you're going to have a few that's, games. That's what I don't understand is where is what is causing, you know, that nothing. issue. Nothing. Yeah. That's, that's my point. It's There's nothing the stopping controller. them. They're literally just saying the controller won't work from PS5 games. That's it. There's no reason for it. So that's the only, that's my only complaint. Like I said, it doesn't impact me. I don't really care. It's definitely being overblown. It's, this is not something we need to talk about for more than five minutes, even though we've already been talking for 10 minutes about it. Um, but I just get annoyed at the fact that it's clear they're doing it because they can, not because of some other reason like used to be. You know, like I said, generations ago when you were moving from wires or you're moving to completely different tech or wireless and all these other things. Say, and like I said, the comment of the comment of that's how it's been for generations. Stop it. We used to have four megabit cartridges. Guess what? We don't have those anymore. Technology aren't they, advances. Aren't they leaving the old tech in the past, though, by advancing to this new controller that they have? No? What old tech? It's the same controller. 
Well, I don't know. I mean, I, it looks nicer. <laughs> it's white. Didn't you see it's white? White. <laughs> I don't know, man. I, I literally don't know. I, I've read no. a little bit about what it does, and it doesn't, you know, aside from the blowing into the speaker thing. I, yeah, the really Wii U, I think the Wii U, you can blow into the Wii U. So that's, you know. Yeah, that's that's right. you yeah it's it's got haptic feedback and, and the blow-in feature, and, and I think a mic, they said, right? Like mm-hmm. an active mic on it. A mic... You know, like I said, hardly any games are going to use the haptics. So call it right now. You can, if we get the next year and eighty percent of games are using haptic feedback on PS Five, I will gladly say I'm wrong. I guarantee you that won't happen. Especially third party games, because exactly, they'd have to program it separately for PS Five over PS Five Series X and PC. They're not going to do that. Yeah, third party is not going to do that. No, the Switch has the haptic rumbles, but I don't know many games that use that either, other than like One Two Switch. And it feels first party. Yeah, it's first party, and you know you can actually is very accurate the way it feels, but that's the only game yeah. I know that uses it. Yeah. Yeah. That's my point. So like I said, we don't have to stay on it. It's just, it's, I don't like the, okay, we're going to stay on it for a second. <laughs> the one, and it's not really about the PS4, but I, I think Dan, we were talking about this. It's like anytime any issue comes up, even small things like this, which this is a small thing, everyone has to fall into like two sides. You know what I mean? It's like, okay, this side's going to make it the biggest deal ever and PlayStation 5's anti-consumer and Sony's anti-consumer and they're terrible and I'm never buying anything PlayStation again. Stop it. Okay, stop yeah. it. Then the other side has to say, I don't give a shit at all. You guys are stupid. You know, I'm, I'm going to spend $800 more because I can. And it's like, well, it doesn't have to be that way either. Can't we have a conversation in the middle and just say, it doesn't really bother me, but looking at it realistically, it shouldn't be, this shouldn't be doing it this way either. Just have a normal conversation. I hate how everything's going to flow into like two sides. You know what I mean? Or come to my side where you just <laughs> give zero fucks and you just do whatever. Just buy your shit. That's what I just want my Nikon to work. Yeah. Just want my Nikon to work. Yeah. It'd be, ideally, that would be great. You know, yeah. especially for those things. You know, I've got uh, Astro 850s. You know, yeah. those aren't cheap. But I know for a fact they're going to work on, you know, the Series X because Astro has already come out and said yeah. it. They had that you partnership. Know. Yeah. I, I don't know. Anything like, about the PS5? Yeah, and it feels like game specific. Like you had to use the the DualSense controller, then that totally makes sense. But you know, right? If it doesn't use any of the features, then I don't. Like you said, I don't see why it, it shouldn't. Yeah, and he, and even then, we've seen in the past there's ways to get around that. There's either warnings that you you should preferably use the native controller, right? Mm-hmm. Or you just don't have the feature. We were talking about how the Nacon doesn't have the. Uh, Speaker, right? So like Ghost of Tsushima or Last of Us uses it. You know, there's other first-party games that use the speaker. If you're using a Nacon, you don't get that. But that's okay. That's by choice. Let the player decide. I could use a DualShock 4 if I wanted to. So anyway, that's enough about that. (laughs) That's enough about that. Let's talk about uh, what we're playing, especially Fall Guys and Avengers. So Fall Guys, man, Fall Guys is crushing it. Um I know some people ahead of time said maybe this is the next Rocket League because for those of you who may not remember, Rocket League launched on PS as a PS Plus title for free for PS Plus members, built a very big audience on PlayStation because of it, and obviously has turned into this massive, massive game. I mean, Rocket League has tens of millions of players. What we're seeing out of Fall Guys right now is, uh, I mean, they, they're way, way more popular than I think they anticipated. Uh, Dan, we were just talking prior to the show, right? They've set the Steam concurrent user or player count like 25,000. 
thousand or something concurrent like which is higher yeah. than grounded higher than sea of thieves higher than a bunch of other big games that we're playing this week um and that's just on steam right that's not counting playstation and so mm-hmm. you know the servers have crashed multiple times and they've had to update things to get it working because there's just so many people playing and so um i don't know about you guys but i um I only played a match this week. I've been so busy this week, but I hopped on this morning and played like five or six matches. And, and the game's just hilarious. It's just one of those games you can jump in for five minutes or an hour, play as much as you want, have a laugh. It doesn't take itself seriously at all. Even their social media accounts just crushing it. They're just really funny, you know, just really kind of getting into uh, the community and, um, you know, having fun with it. So, Dan, I know you've played this a little bit. Sean, you checking this out at all? I have not. I do want to get it. My my son was asking me, "Have you heard of the game Fall Guys?" And I, was like, <laughs> I don't have you. Like I don't even know how he heard of it. But um, uh, I do want to check it out. I don't have PS Plus anymore, so oh okay. Fork over, however much it costs. Um, CD key thirty bucks. How much? Thirty dollars. Oh, no. He's talking. He's talking about for PS Plus though. I don't know yeah. how much. Like I don't know if you went to buy Fall Guys on PS4, how much it's it is. Twenty dollars, I think. Okay. Isn't yeah, because it? Yeah. it was free, right? If you had, if you had PS yeah. Plus, like, it's free for yeah. PS Plus. But you're gonna yeah. spend twenty bucks, yeah. right? You might as well spend just the thirty. Ten, yeah, because yeah. you can get a year of PS Plus for thirty bucks right now. Yeah, it's yeah. on CDKeys.com. But I do like those type of games. Like it's, it's you know, um, it kind of reminds me of Super Monkey Ball. I used to play a lot of Super Monkey Ball. Oh yeah, yeah. me too. Love those. It was games. like fun coach couch co-op games whatever uh-huh but this is like you know on a bigger scale it's, i don't even know how many people are playing but there's like a 60. oh well see and it's the um, game the games are 60 people yeah yeah and you get eliminated right and it just yeah more more. yeah it goes uh it goes like level by level and it eliminates a certain number of people on every level and the levels are like completely randomized so you never really know what's coming um that way it keeps it fresh you know as you play new oh, games cool. yeah. yeah i do want to check it out yeah, it's it's definitely worth it. It's it's definitely put a smile on my face while playing it for sure. Dan, didn't you say you've yeah. already like spent real money on it? Yeah, you know I always do. <laughs> stuff like that. I wanted to be a pirate. It was a free game, so I figured, well, you know, I'd, I'd spend the you know throw a little bit of money towards the devs. You know, it's 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 a fun game, and I hate these kind of games. Hate them, can't stand them. I mean, there this is. It's multiplayer. It's battle royale. I mean, you've lost me already. So, you know, when I started playing it, I was like, "This is actually pretty fun." And it's, you know, it's it's pretty easy to pick up. You know, super it's, it's easy. Those, yeah, it's got those really awkward controllers, but or controls, but it's not like where it's really really bad, like like a gang beast kind of game or something like that, where it's super super ridiculous. But you know, it, they're maybe, not. Maybe the haptic feedback will help on PS Five. That could, that could. If I had a dual sense, I'd be rocking that shit. So, <laughs> anyway, um, so but yeah, I mean, it, 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 it's super fun. My kids, you're, you're playing it. You know, we're kind of jumping back and forth. They, they're playing it on their PlayStation now with their friends. Um, you know, it, it's a good game. You know, and and I don't say that very often. It's it's it's, it's one of those games like you said. You kind of go in and out. You know, and say, okay, I'm gonna play. Go to Shima for a little bit, and then I'm going to jump in and play five or six rounds of Fall yeah. uh, Guys. Super fun. Uh, I think I, I played it with a couple guys the other night, and we were just cracking up, cracking up. I have to really, really watch my mouth when I'm <laughs> on there because I start yelling and screaming. And, I, <laughs> you know, and that's that's that that to me kind of proves that I you know I'm actually enjoying the game because yeah. I don't do that very much anymore. So, but it was it was a fun. It was nice. Fun. 
And um, so before I give my comments on that, I, I missed a super chat by Mariano, our regular. Calling it up. Just want to say, Sean, your patience on Twitter with crappy people amazes me. <laughs> He's blowing up while you're calm and dropping facts to people. So thank you very much, Mariano, as always. He said that's right. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I'm loving Fall Guys. Uh, a lot of fun. I love the art style. And I don't know about you guys, but that, oh, Sean today hasn't played it yet. But the damn theme song on the menu, the main menu song, yeah, man. it has been stuck in my head since yesterday, and I can't get nice. it out. I just keep hearing it constantly. It's very fun. It's good very fun. I have to check it out. Yeah, definitely check it out. And you can team up. So, Dan, you said you teamed up because I haven't yet. Yeah. Um, that that would seem to me like it would almost break the game a little bit, because. No, okay. Go ahead. So you're you're you, you I don't know how many people you can have at once. We had three. You can have four, uh, I think. Okay, say so you have four people. Um, yeah. The game really kind of, because it it's not like okay you go into the first round and then automatically, this is the number of people that are eliminated. Maybe the first round, but after that there are some rounds and games where, two people might be eliminated or four people and then the game adapts to however many people there are and then says okay well, we can pick a you know one of these four or five games next you know like what whatever puzzle it is or whatever level you're going to say so, like there's one where there's uh 12 squares or something like that yes. right? and it's got like, like the memory three, game yeah the memory game right yeah everybody could survive that technically yeah you know, or nobody could you know, if, if it sure. really came down to it. So I think the game kind of figures out like how many people are there. Um, like some of them are team-based games where you have to, you know, get a chicken egg yeah. and put it somewhere or something. Yep. And then when you get down to the finals, it's just every man for themselves. So even, so if, even you're, if you're playing in a team. Right. Yeah. Okay. Not team-based at all. You're just going after it. Like That's it, what I was wondering. Yeah. Okay. There was one where I was just like, I was but couldn't, like, I was couldn't just like people. Well, that's what I was going to ask, right? Like, yeah, say there's the, the, the final run is like eight or nine people, usually the final level. Well, at, at least in my there's several different ones. Okay. There's one where you, you, you've got to get a tail, like whoever has a tail. <laughs> yeah, I played that one this morning. And then there's one with like a crown. You have to run to the crown. Yes. You know, so yeah, you could you could technically, if like two guys just started blocking. That's what I mean. Else, oh, yeah, you yeah. could do that. Oh, yeah, see, I don't like that. Fuck it. Don't be an idiot. I mean, you got to, you know, I was wondering why I was getting blocked, you know. A couple okay. times, I was like, "What in the heck is going on?" I said, "All oh, these guys are probably on the same team." Yeah, I did get an achievement this morning called like "Bully" because I don't know what I was doing. But you know, have you played the one where the the thing spins and you have to jump it? Oh yeah, yeah. And you get knocked off. Well, like right when <laughs> you know, right when the thing spins around and gets ready, I was like grabbing people and holding them and then jumping, and they were getting smacked off. I did that, and I got smacked off. <laughs> yeah, um, so. It's it's fun. There's like no controls to it, Sean. You literally run around and you're kind of wobbly. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and you can jump, and then you can hold the trigger to just grab people, but they can break free within like what yeah. two seconds? Yeah. It's like very grab, or Say it again? A dive button. Is it too. Made by the Gang Beast people, or uh, it's made by Media Molecule. Oh, okay. Um, I can't remember what they. I I know that, but I can't remember what they made in the past. Little Big Planet. Yeah, maybe I'm thinking of the wrong group then. Dreams yeah, some, someone in chat, correct me. I'm sure there. I'm pr almost positive there's Molecule or Media in the title. I thought it's it was still, Media. It's, it's Little Big Planet in Dreams. Yeah. So it's online only, right? There's no like coach. Correct. You're saying coach. Media Tonic. Sorry, Media Tonic, not Media okay. Molecule. Gotcha. Media Tonic. So. 
Yes, it is uh, online only. Yeah, so it's basically it's super simple, man. You, you've got your main menu and your character, and you can. Co it's all about earning cosmetics. There's like a battle pass that's free. So as you play and earn points, you unlock new cosmetics, and you can buy cosmetics, like Dan was saying. But you hit X to play, it puts you in a lobby with sixty people. So, and then you play. That's why it's so nice about it. And then when you die, you can continue to watch the whole game if you want to, or you can just exit. Puts you in the menu. You can jump right back in. It's super fast to just play through games. So. Like I was, I got eliminated on the first round this morning and I wasn't happy about it, but I uh, immediately just jumped into another round. It takes like a minute. It's awesome. Your kids will love it, man. Love yeah. It. Yeah. Yeah. It's a lot of fun. So cool. Uh, all right. What else? Avengers. So yeah. Avengers beta is out on PS4 anyway, if you pre-ordered. Um, I think IGN's doing a review later today for it. But um, <laughs> Sean, are you playing Avengers yet? Um, no, because if I do, I play it on the Xbox. Um, okay, so you're going to get it on Xbox. Okay, yeah. so I think Xbox beta, if you pre-order, is next Friday. It's Friday. And then the week after that is open beta on all platforms. Yeah, um, I haven't pre-ordered yet, so I, I usually kind of last minute, well, I'm just going to get this. Okay, all right, so oh, open beta is in two weeks then. Um, Dan, I know you said you've been playing. I've seen I've seen mixed impressions of it. Some people seem to really like it. Some people are like, eh, this is all right. What, what are your thoughts on it? It's, it's one of those games that it's like, if you like that IP and you like Avengers... Yeah, You'll probably enjoy it, okay. but it's really, really, really anthony right now. I mean, it's not <laughs> it's beta, so you know you have to expect a certain amount. But you know, you, if you're starting to see uh, like assets that are being reused a lot, you know, like you know, you you go to an area like, and you know, there might be seven different missions in that one area, but you can only do one at a time. So you do that mission, you come back, and you go back to it and you do another one um there's not a whole lot of story in the beta obviously i think it's a couple of uh missions and that's it it's 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 probably a better game to play with your friends but these things last like these little missions are like five minutes and that's okay. it you're done and it, it's it seems really really it's even shorter than some of these missions so then then what anthem had which is crazy to me um, Matt, Matt says you can't stop talking about Anthem. It's yeah, it's, 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 it's <laughs> good. Every, every the content is the issue. What do you say, Sean? Oh no, I said every segment had like a little Anthem. anthem. <laughs> yeah, it but you know, it, it's 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 the that, that's what they're going to run into. They're going to run into you know things being very very similar similar over and over and over again. Um, I mean, okay. you, you know, you're seeing it in such a small sample size with the beta. Yeah, that you know it's going to just extend into um, the main game. I think the story might be good. You know, it seems pretty interesting. Yeah. You get to play a little bit um, as all of them, all the Avengers in there at the beginning of the game. Um, then it kind of puts you into like a table, kind of like, you know, like a war room. And you, you, you've got different locations throughout the globe. You know, each one of those might have a, Five minute mission where you go in and it's the capture the flag where you gotta just hold a couple points for four or five minutes. Capture or the flag. It, yeah, it, it's it. You know, like you're in this you're in this room and there's like three different servers and you have to, you know, maybe not capture the flag but domination or whatever. Like thing. in a horde mode or something. Yeah, <laughs> where, yeah, you have to you have to capture a point on the map. There's three different points. There's A, B, and C. And you have to, you know, and and you know, as you, the more you hold, you the faster your little meter goes up. Yeah. You know, and and it's, it's weird. It's, yeah, it's it's weird. You know, the <laughs> AI is good, as far as 
your teammates. So you take some people with you, your AI teammates seem to do a good job um, and they don't just kind of stand there, which is what I was worried about. So that's good. But um, I don't know, man. I mean, I want to enjoy it. I think just because I like the IP. Sure. But I can also see this getting super repetitive really, really fast. Okay. That's biggest concern with it, I think. Okay. So, um, yeah. So <clears throat> Lunch Mizzle said Mediatonic made Gears pop, um, which surprisingly, you know, I don't play mobile games, but it was a surprisingly pretty good mobile game. Oh, yeah. Um, so um, anyway, uh, yeah, lunch puzzle. I know my camera does that. It, it only does it on on this on Streamlabs. I don't know why it does it. It hasn't done it on any other platform. So yeah, uh, I'll have to open a ticket with them and see what's going on. Anyway, um, what was I going to say? Yeah. So one thing I heard about it, Dan, is um, so you know it's got a loot aspect, right? And it's almost like RPG elements where you can gain things and mm -hmm. um, get gear and everything and power up yeah. and everything. But they said it doesn't change your appearance at all. Is that right? Yeah, so that, yeah, those pieces don't, but you have the option to, you know, you can also gain, you know, the coins, and that's what you use to open up different, you know, skins, I guess. Oh, they're doing so, it that way. Okay. So, yeah, so that's, that's you've got I mean. loot for your build, but then your appearance is based on just skins. Right. Yeah, it's okay. just, yeah, everything is the same. I mean, you know, if you've got like three different, like Miss Marvel has, Different kinds of armbands or whatever, but they're all they all look the same unless you switch their their skins. Um, yeah, I heard it was kind of like um, Assassin's Creed Odyssey, where like if you really like the look of your character, but you want the stats of another armor, then you can like, yeah keep the stats, yeah, but then yeah change your hmm. look or something. Yeah, your 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 skin is basically set into wherever you want it to be. Mm -hmm. So all the pieces that you get will just increase the stats. They, it's funny though because they do look some of them do look a little bit different like in the in the menu where you're picking them but yeah. it doesn't have any kind of cosmetic effect whatsoever it's just stats i don't stats. know i'm not playing not, it so it doesn't matter but yeah <laughs> it's not easy <laughs> yeah um so irrelevant native what's up dude he said um do you expect the main game to flesh it out a bit more you know like um do you think the story that it could build on for the the core game is going to be better or do you think it's really going to be you know these kind of little segments like we it's what we saw to anthem right is that every mission felt very same to you it was like fly here fight these things fly back and just got really repetitive yeah the only thing that i can see it you know being better at is is that you can kind of customize once they start releasing different heroes um you can basically you basically make your team up before you go in you know uh, if you're playing single player single player i don't think it's going to be i think it's just it's not co-op so you have to play by yourself okay um, the, the campaign, I should say. Um, so you, you, I can see where it'd be fun to kind of switch up some characters here and there, but for the most part, I think after the story's done, you're just going to be kind of grinding these little quick missions. And they could be fun, like I said, with other players. I don't know how fun they'd be by yourself if you kept doing it, the same thing yeah. over and over and over again. Like, so, well, to Sean's point, like playing Horde, you, you play Horde with friends. You don't play Horde right. solo. Yeah, this is. I think this is what it's geared toward for sure, for sure. Okay, okay. well, cool. Uh, interested. Obviously, we'll be talking more about Avengers. It's one of the biggest releases coming next month, and like we said, open beta is in two weeks. So Xbox beta next week. Open biz. Open bizzle. I looked. <laughs> I looked at the chat right when I started speaking and said open bizzle. Open beta in two weeks. Um, lunch bizzle. Ten dollars super chat. Thank you so much, dude. Uh, what do we say here? Just bought the Mega Constructs Energy Sword, and it's all your fault. That's fair. <laughs> that thing looks You'll tiny. Think. 
you'll thank me later. It's the box is smaller than I thought it was going to be. That makes sense. Um, you know, blocks. So it's 567 pieces. And uh, another interesting thing, so you can't really see this. I don't know. By the way, guys, in chat, this is the first week where they're allowing full 1080p streaming, which we're doing. So let us know if the image is better for you guys right now uh, than it traditionally is. But if you look here, inside here, I haven't opened it yet because I just picked it up last night, but um, it actually has a, a, a download code for Halo Infinite. So for those not familiar with how Halo 5 was, Halo 5 had rec packs for multiplayer, which were like things you could use in the Warzone game mode and stuff, and skins and armor and so all the stuff you can unlock. Um, but it, it definitely looks like Halo Infinite is going to do something similar because it says available on the game launch date. And uh, includes ULC, but it doesn't say what ULC is anywhere. So another thing that's funny is so they have the energy sword. They have the Master Chief helmet, which uh, I haven't seen in stores yet. You guys probably can't see that. And then right here, they have a piece of a halo ring. So it's like a it's like a piece of a halo ring with land on it. And you can actually buy like eight or ten of these and connect them together and make a whole halo ring. God, so, how much is that going to cost? Well, yeah, that's the Halo ring is thirty bucks. So someone, someone's already done it. There's a guy on Reddit who built a whole ring. So, yeah. So, but it looks pretty cool. But I don't have it behind me. But I'm actually building the um, Lego NES right now. I'm, I'm doing a video for it. I'm doing a time lapse video um, and building it. So I have the NES and the cartridge built. But I've got to build the TV now, which is even more. So this is. Sorry, Sean. No, no, I, it's, I want the NES one. Yeah. It's cool, man. It's real cool. I'll, I'll, I'll show you the video, of course, when done, but I'll send you some pictures too. But someone's like, yeah, this is 567 pieces. That's going to take a while. I was like, the Lego NES is 3,000. Yeah. So I've already spent like, uh, I don't know, a few hours on it. I've only got the NES built. So I showed, I showed my wife the NES. And she's like, oh, that's really cool. Then I showed her the price and she was like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's, it's, it's not more cheap. Than the actual NES. Yeah. Yeah, it's not cheap. Yeah. And the stupid thing is, right, I have a launch. In the box NES upstairs. It's like, yeah, I'm oh, buying wow. a Lego NES. Yeah, I went back and started collecting all my classic systems. I have Master System, NES, Genesis, Super Nintendo, all the original launch ones in the box. It's pretty cool. Um, all right, what else are we uh, playing right now, man? What, Sean, what do you uh, what do you play on a regular basis? Um, I've been super super busy, but when I do play Ghost of Tsushima, uh, Ghost of Tsushima. Okay, cool. Yeah, I love it. Yeah, I am. Um, I'm still in the first act, so I'm still in the first Me too. half of the island, and um, been doing everything and going through the story elements, and then I get sidetracked. And but I really, I really like it. That was one of the games I was most excited for for PlayStation, even over like you know the Last of Us Two. Um, so I've been pumped for it. And then as it got closer and closer, maybe because of the wait, I started losing interest, and then and then I was kind of getting sad because I was you know I was really looking forward to it. And then right at the last minute, I just got really excited for it. And I bought it. And, I'm so glad I did. Yeah, it's just, it's a great game. Nice. Nice. I know Dan, Dan like so Dan nice. did our review. Dan was on his second playthrough, and you platinum yeah. a bit, right? Dan Dan adores it. I'm still so. I'm in by Act 3. Oh, you're still playing through it the second time. You haven't stopped yet. Yeah, I'm, I'm jumping back and forth between several different games. Okay, cool. Is that about it, Sean? I know you said you've been super busy. Um. I think the song playing well that and, and grounded every once in a while i'll jump into grounded okay um, and then um with my kids and minecraft you know dungeons or yeah you know every, we'll jump in and play like you know a few little things but yeah that's pretty much it okay awesome all right lunch bizzle thanks for stopping by man have a good rest of the weekend uh dan what you been up to man uh 
just like we talked about Fall Guys, uh, whatever, uh, Avengers Beta, and yep. then for some reason started a new Days Gone playthrough. Uh, I, I have no idea why. I was just like, oh, random. you know what? I wanted to see the the Death Stranding tank. Hmm. That was it. You know, Death Stranding thing. Yeah, you can get like a the BB. You know, oh, for I your, didn't know that. Yeah, it's all. Yeah, it's really weird. You're running around the apocalypse with a little baby in a jar. Why not? Yeah, why not? Uh, that's pretty cool. Uh, except here's the problem. I started a new game plus, and about halfway through what I, I played so far, I realized that you can't get that tank until later in the game. Oh, okay. And yeah. then I was like, well, I should have done that on my save file that I used for my new game plus, and then it would have carried over. And so I basically just hauled ass to that part of the game. <laughs> like, gotcha. But it, it's still, you know, it it's plays pretty much the same as it did before. <laughs> I, I, I've noticed, I noticed different things, though, when I go back and play games like this. Like yeah. uh, Sam Witter or Whitmer or whatever his name is that plays uh, Deacon. Yeah. Terrible. He's a terrible overactor. It's like everything is super pronounced, and it's always like, yeah, but uh, I got to uh, – you know, that, that's the yeah. entire game. I'm just like, man, this guy is going to drive me nuts. <laughs> nuts. I'm not sure I can finish this up. Like, I remember telling you that when I started playing it because yeah. I, I didn't expect it to be any, you know, no. game of the year contender. But I was like, man, this this guy is just not – he's not appealing to me. He's not a likable protagonist. Oh, he's – I mean, he's just – it's just the way – I don't know if it was the writing or the, the way that he was acted. It was driving me crazy. <laughs> and, you know, it, it – Oh, I was just, I was just mad. Like I, I get mad to a certain point where I'm like I can't play this thing. Mark, I can't play. <laughs> so that and I do. Tsushima is like the total opposite. He's like super chill. Yeah, he just yeah, Jen's cool. Yeah, see, I like Jen. He just yeah, slices. Yeah. So I don't know if you saw Dan as much as you like Ghost of Tsushima, but the company that uh, so Prime One Studio that did the the God of War really cool statue that I have coming, and then they did Horizon Zero Dawn. They actually have a Jin statue coming. Son of a bitch. Yeah, it looks yeah, awesome too. Because I have to check it I don't, out. I don't love them enough to buy it, but I can mm -hmm. see people, you know, who really adore this game. It's it's a cool one. So nice. Are you sure with that, I played some of that new Pistol with VR that just came to the PlayStation. I know it's been out on regular VR. Nice, super fun. It's like super hot, and Beat Saber had a baby. Love it. <laughs> That's uh, pretty cool. Yeah. I how mean, much? How much was it? Do you need? Do you have to have the sticks? Yeah, you got to have the motion control. The, well, the you know, I don't know. I don't know for sure. I used them. Okay, yeah. but it's it's super super fun. You know, it's it's my my kids play it a whole lot differently. Like you're supposed to kind of play it to the beat, you know, as you're shooting. Yeah, yeah. Um, but they they're just like shooting everything and it just. Yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> so you I realize you get more points for that. It's it's super good. You know? I have it on yeah. Oculus. I just haven't played it yet. Yeah. Oh man, you gotta try it out. It's pretty fun. Nice. Pretty fun. That's it. That's all I've been playing. Man. So Bomber said that Thor's voice is worse than that. It's so bad. It's so. <laughs> Bad. <laughs> God, wow, that bad, huh? All oh right, wow. You had to you bring it up, Bomber. We're yeah, going back to this. So bad. You know who else has a like a nails on the chalkboard voice? Troy go Baker. Ahead. Oh, here we go. Sorry, we Troy go. Baker fans. I he think he's a great guy. I take that back. I think he does gonna say voice acting. About that. But my gosh, <laughs> like every I've watched a video of his where he and Druckman and stuff, they were like talking about I don't know, Last of Us 2, and I mean, he got, I hate when people get like super like emotional and like deep when it's really not that deep. And then like, you know, like 
a tear rolls down his eye, and I'm just like, oh, I'm going to punch you in the mouth. He, he feels he feels very, and I I know people love Troy Baker, but he feels very pretentious. He is super pretentious. I want to yeah. punch him. But now every time I hear his voice, he's Bruce Banner in, in the Avengers. I'm just like, oh god, I can just hear the pretentious and pretentiousness in his voice, and it drives me crazy. But <laughs> Thor is far worse. Thor is so much worse because wow. it's just bad. It's just like super super overacted. Yeah, voice acting can really like affect the game because assassin's creed sure Odyssey, i mean i played as cassandra because yeah. her voice acting was superb um i couldn't uh alexius or whatever his name is I, alexius I see i i heard that going in because i i didn't buy it at launch and you know i was like uh you know maybe i'll play as cassandra and everyone's like play as cassandra like alexius is horrible and i was like yeah. oh, okay cool yep. yeah cassandra Great. was awesome i loved her yeah I, I yeah so going into the next one, I don't know who I'm going to pick. I'm going to have to hear their voices a little bit more. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know if I want to be male or female Viking yet either. It, it's a long game. But I heard you can choose, like, in the middle. You can switch. Game. You switch, yeah. Yeah, yeah you that, can switch. It's good. Yeah, that's yeah. weird. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah pretty, I'll do it. Yeah, pretty cool. All right. Uh, so let's see. Only thing I'm, I'm playing some full guys. I haven't played a lot this week. Like I said, I've been super busy. Um, the only other thing I'm playing right now is Dark Souls 3 again um, because I started doing the stream. Um, so I'm testing out kind of streaming off my PC to YouTube. Uh, I've done two episodes so far and it's been a, uh, it's been a lot more fun than I anticipated. I did not, um, expect to have that much fun. I did not expect anyone to even show up. Um, so it's been uh, very cool. And I know a bunch of people in the chat right now are, are the people that have been hanging out in those sessions. So, um, I said it on Thursday or whenever I last streamed, thank you so much, but it's been a lot of fun in dark souls three, man. That it's an amazing game. It really is. I know that Dan, we, we joke about it all the time and, sure. and it's not just you. Right. But I mean, there's a good percentage of the population uh, of gamers that just, because it is a difficult game, they just don't play those games. Um, even though it has a huge fan base, but it, it the playing through it a second time again now, and really kind of just stopping to look at things and especially playing it on PC where it's a, a runs a lot smoother than the old 2016 builds off console. Um, it, it's incredible. Just an incredible, incredible game. Do you play any of the Souls games, Sean? Um, Bloodborne, and I have Dark Souls 3. I started it. I haven't gotten too far. Okay. I don't remember why I stopped. It wasn't the difficult. I mean, it was difficult. But I think I just got sidetracked with sure. projects and family and stuff like that. But I do yeah. want to play it, though. I, I'm not good at them, <laughs> but I, I do appreciate them, and I do, you know, like the, the challenge. Yeah. Yeah, so we were having that conversation on my last stream about Dark Souls 3 and Bloodborne. I think those two are the best of From Software games. I know Dark Souls 1. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, they're they're the best ones, at least in my opinion. I know some people have an affinity for Dark Souls 1 for obvious reasons, right? Because it kind of changed the industry. Um, But um, anyway, so that's been really fun. But anyway... Uh, a couple other things I want to mention, and uh, Sean will make sure everyone knows where they can find you, and I'll put your stuff in the co- in the um, uh, description as well. So um, Patrick Elu, Spook in chat, Pat has a new article out there about what comprises a game that's uh, featured on our site right now. Be sure you check that out if you haven't. It's a really cool article. We've got uh, new reviews coming this week from both Steve and Ryan on some other games. And uh, I didn't even announce it really, but um, I, we've reacclimated with Open Critic. So like 2016, 2017, we were a uh, re- official review site on Open Critic, and I got away from it. And Open Critic like did this whole reorg thing in like 2018. 
But I've uh, been working with them, and we're back on there as an official critic now. So you can find season gaming reviews on Open Critic, along with uh, Dan's on there. You know, me, uh, all of us from the site, um, which is really cool. And then, um, like I said, doing Dark Souls three streams. If you just want to, if you're bored, really have nothing else to do, and I mean that sincerely, you have nothing better to do. Um, come out and hang out with me playing Dark Souls three. It's a lot of fun, and we're just just hanging out. It's not a serious, no death run stream or anything of that nature. But um, I think I'm going to do episode three tonight. So um, that should be a lot of fun as well. But we are going to get ready to head out of here. Sean, man, it's been awesome having you on. Always fun to talk with you. Yes. Um, yeah. Definitely do it again. Seriously, you're, you're, you're one of the ones that has an open invitation. So if you ever just want to come hang out and chat, you can see we're a little more laid back here. You know, um, you're welcome anytime. So where can we find you? What are you up to? What do you want people to know? Oh, um, you can find me on Twitter. Uh, at Sean Labrie, um, just EG talking about video games, Xbox, um, <laughs> PlayStation. Um, I do freelance work, like you know, people's avatars, you know, artwork and stuff like that. I'm really backed up on work and <laughs> on projects. I have like a ton of like I have like a list right here in front of me of projects yes. I got to kick out. But um, yeah, no, I love it. The community's been awesome. Um, you guys have been very supportive. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Well, like I said, you can find all Sean's information in the um, in the description. So uh, definitely check him out. And if you do need any graphic work, um, as we always promote around here, uh, you've got Sean Labrie and you've got Diego, who's De Nero Primero. They are our go-to guys for mm-hmm. anything we need graphic work, Christ. Yeah, we love Diego. He's awesome. <laughs> yeah, he, he we tried to get him to join us today, but yeah. as you know, you know he's. Um, he has uh, younger kids and he watches them during the day and it just it doesn't you know doesn't make for the capability to do podcasts yeah, so. yeah. one day we'll get them one day yeah, yeah. I mean, um dan zombie steve jobs um if you could do us a favor and get this whole ios thing worked out although to be honest with you steve jobs probably would have doubled down on ios being you know yeah. segregated oh, yeah. but, what, though, man you know being uh you know risen from the grave it really kind of changes your perspective on stuff so you never know you know i'm just gonna tell you it might, you know you, you don't know i'll yep. let you know but yeah All i mean right. find me on season gaming twitter i'm there d rodriguez wbsc otherwise what is the wsds wsdc that is when i work at the a school district they give you like a assignment based on like like if, if i worked at like let's say uh late the east it would have been like the rodriguez oe yeah so i was a support crew so it was west dennis support center that's what that stands for and i just oh. it and i just kept using it <laughs> <laughs> and i was just like this is just gonna be the easiest way to do it so uh i just stuck with it man it's easy to remember for got me. it all right cool i just realized we didn't even have to use the wet blanket uh you know thing today we've got to find more reasons to use that yeah for sure we never used it yet have we oh we did last week we did we used it once yeah so anyway thanks again guys chat thank you as always for hanging out with us it's been a lot of fun like i said uh if you're not doing anything more important tonight which is pretty much next to anything um Mm -hmm. i should be playing dark souls 3 on season gaming uh youtube channel come check it out and hang out with me. Otherwise, we will see you next Saturday for the next BitCast. Until then, take care.